This episode of the Cinema Vention Podcast is brought to you by Rotting Wonk, RozJ001, Jack Wolf, and Wearmall 3. If you want to become one of the names listed, go support the show today at patreon.com slash wscottis1. Hi, I'm W. Scott is one, and I have not seen the movie Avengers Endgame. Uh-oh, we found another movie Willie hasn't seen. This calls for an intervention. A Cinemavention. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cinemavention podcast, where we review and discuss classic movies that I should have seen long ago. Today... We have reached the finale of our Marvel watch-through, gearing up for Guardians 3. And of course, we have to end it with, by discussing the movie Avengers Endgame, which my guest has seen before. Joining us again from the Rain Delay Radio podcast, he was on the last episode for Infinity War, and we brought him back for this one. Please welcome back Naim Siddiqui, a.k.a. Kuan. Uh, Naim, uh, I, felt, I feel like we just talked. It was... You know, not that long ago. <laughs> uh, Willie has kidnapped me and, uh, and held me here against my will to talk about Guardians. No, not Guardians. Uh, Endgame. <laughs> I am, I'm a little loopy. It's three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, planning was not great. Turns out Endgame is, there's a lot to talk about in Endgame, it turns out. This was destiny. It, it was, as, uh, as Thanos might say, inevitable. <laughs> it was inevitable. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, anyway, uh, enough about that. There's a lot to talk about, so we got to get going on this. But let's go over the uh, stats of this movie. So Avengers Endgame, available rent for, for rent or purchase on DVD and Blu-ray and physical stores, on all major internet distributors to rent or purchase on, available to stream on Disney+. Plus. You know the deal. Avengers Endgame was released by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures on April 26, 2019, Exactly one year after Infinity Wars released, by the way, um, if you didn't catch that. Uh, the movie was once again directed by the Russo brothers. And again, like I mentioned in the last episode, I'm not I'm not going to do I'm, I'd be doing a disservice if I left people out by mentioning uh, specific people that stars in this movie. So it I literally do stars everybody. <laughs> yeah, one important thing. The last movie didn't have. Uh, Hawkeye and Ant-Man and this one does. I think that's yeah. worth noting. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, those two characters do make it in this movie. That's true. Uh, and uh, yeah, and again, check IMDb if you want a full list of all of the people that are in this movie because there are so many. Uh, the movie had a budget of 356 to $400 million and made $2.799, almost $2.8 billion in theaters with a B putting this movie as of this recording as the second highest grossing film of all time, only behind the very first Avatar movie. So, uh, so I yeah. I believe Avatar only got those numbers because of re-releases. So I think on original release, it's the, it's the highest grossing. And then yeah, you, yeah factor in the re-releases, Avatar. Yeah, and I believe awesome. at one point it was the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, um, yeah. which, yeah, no, and, and I can totally understand why it, it has earned that status. Uh, so, uh, I'm assuming it's the same story as the last movie, Nime. Uh, you probably saw this movie in theaters when it came out. Uh, yes, it is. It is actually, it is 
a, a similar story, but there, there's a little bit more to it. Uh, two things. To, to, the first thing I want to mention, though, is, is um, I forgot to mention this last uh, time, but uh, this movie and Infinity War were both scheduled to come out a week later. They're both scheduled to come out on like May 4th, 5th or whatever. Um, and then uh, uh, Disney, like, le- like maybe a couple of weeks before it was supposed to come out. But no, I think when they announced the ticket sales, they were like, by the way, it's coming out a week early. Um, and part of the reason they did this is because uh, when, um, you know, when a big movie is announced and, and coming in theaters, uh, if it's as, as huge as Avengers is going to be, other studios don't schedule movies that week because they don't, you know, they're not yeah. going to get any ticket yeah, sales. Yeah, because there's for... literally no point in competing with, you know, it's literally Avengers. Like, you're not going to exactly. compete with that. <laughs> exactly. And so what Disney did was they basically faked out the rival studios. They said, we're going to put the movie out on May 2nd or whatever. and then when they put the tickets, you know, like when everybody had their slate done, they were like, Hey, never mind. We're actually going to put the movie out a week early. And that meant that the other studios had to move their movie. Uh, oh. And Avengers had two weeks, both, both years. Oh, that so is that's dirty. Part- <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's part of how they kind of goose those numbers up. Cause they were like, we have two weeks where nobody else is putting out a movie uh, because they don't want to compete against us <laughs> and like and then like, like, yeah so so yeah it, it is it's kind of it was a little bit of a dirty trick but it was like yeah when, when mm. you know i was following obviously following these not only as a, a movie theater manager at the time but also as a big fan of these movies and when they made those like when they when they made the infinity war announcement i was like Endgame's going to get moved too, and then it did. So yeah, yeah, um, no, so you yeah called my, it. <laughs> my first viewing of this movie was again an employee screening, and uh, officially was the last Disney employee screening we did at AMC. Um, I don't know if they're doing them again or not, but um, uh, we had an employee screening, uh, and uh, um, I'm not going to name any names, but an employee at our theater. Um, posted about having seen the movie on his social media and Uh-oh. that was not allowed you were not allowed like that was that was the number one rule was like when anytime we announced any of these things it was no social media don't tell anybody no pictures no nothing and he, he didn't like he didn't say he saw it at an employee screen he didn't say that but he just said like got a chance to see it blah, blah 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 and like he was friends with um uh a another manager from a different theater on facebook and uh and so like that manager like alerted the the higher ups at Marvel and also yeah. and also higher ups at, at at AMC um and um and so uh unfortunately we had to terminate that employee great guy still a friend of mine um but uh he you know it, it was he no longer works there and, yeah and kind of, actually kind of what happened is um like because it, it wouldn't have happened what happened was the one of the other managers went above our theater manager's head and uh and suddenly his hands were tied so uh it's, it's, Whoops. Some, yeah, anyway, 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 anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's that story. And then uh, coincidentally, um, uh, a couple of days late, movie actually came out on that Thursday. Um, I was going to see uh, a baseball game with a friend at uh, at a minor league baseball stadium, uh, the Kane County Cougars, and uh, and we, you know, we were watching the game. It was like a dollar hot dog night or whatever, and I think it was two dollar beers. I don't drink, so I don't I don't remember. I think it was dollar hot dogs, and we had some hot dogs. Uh, my friend had some beers. Uh, we watched some of the game, and then we were like, all right, you know, this is 
like it was a minor league baseball game. It didn't really matter that much. I usually stay through all nine innings of like a regular base, uh, you know, major league game. But like, sure, yeah, okay, uh, you know, th- these guys are not great at baseball. <laughs> they're all they're all you know young. So uh, so we were like, hey, I wonder if there's any seats at the nearby theater for Avengers. And we looked, and like a, it was like a seven thirty show, and there were two seats in the um, the handicap companion seats. Mm. Um, which are like, you know, like if somebody comes in a wheelchair, then they're the seats for the person who is, you know, the companion of the person in the wheelchair or if the person get out of the wheelchair and sit in the seat right, for right. them. And uh, when we got there, it was like five minutes past showtime. So it's like, nobody's buying these seats. So we got the last two seats in the theater and they weren't, they're not bad. Like they're on the floor, but like, they're not like right in front of the screen. So yeah. they're pretty decent seats. So I got to see it again. And uh and also like I'm a I'm a person who skips trailers. I told my friend, I'm like, hey look, the Star Wars trailer is gonna come on. I am going to leave the theater with my hands over my ears and like saying la 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 to and then I'll get the popcorn then. And so I did. And he like <laughs> posted about it in the group chat. He's like, I just did this. I was like, I told you I was gonna do it. He's like, yeah, I know, but it was still weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah so uh yeah, and so this movie, man, I gotta tell you. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna let everyone know that um I'm gonna forewarning, if you haven't if you somehow have not seen Infinity War and have only seen Endgame. We're probably going to end up spoiling things from Infinity War, so do yourself a favor and go watch Infinity War and then Endgame again before you listen to this episode, honestly, because this is going to make things easier for all of us if we can reference stuff from Infinity War. Because they really do yeah. go together. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, for for, sure yeah. But um, if, if you have not seen Infinity War and you have seen Endgame, what? Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> How? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you must have been very confused. <laughs> yeah, very confused, yeah. So, this actually, funnily enough, because Endgame was such a cultural phenomenon, um, Black Panther had been as well. And I like obviously I saw Black Panther early as well. I don't remember if I saw I don't remember if we did an employee screening for that or not, because um, I don't. Anyway, um, uh, I, I wasn't allowed to run employee screenings at first because of my position. And then later I was allowed to. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, just like because of like, you know, uh, uh, corporate stuff. Sure. Um, uh, so. Um, but I, but obviously I saw it like you know first week and um, my parents were like hey we were hearing a lot about this we can we go see it and I was like yeah absolutely so I took them to go see it and then with Endgame they were they said the same thing and I was like you can't just watch Endgame yeah <laughs> like right it's just like just like you like right you 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 wanted to watch Guardians three I'm like you can't just watch Guardians three you have to watch Infinity War and Endgame and you can't just watch yeah. Infinity War and Endgame you have to watch yeah. these movies which is part of the problem of the MCU yeah like I said in the last episode it. literally my gripe with the MCU absolutely so, absolutely yeah. yeah yeah sure and so and so that's why and I talked about it in the last episode too is like that's why I did like a truncated view through of the MCU for my parents and by the time we caught up to Endgame. It was well out of theaters, but you know I have all the Blu-rays and we have a yeah. nice 4K TV, so it was For it sure. was fine. But it was yeah, it was it was yeah, one of so, those things. So yeah, so bear in mind, folks, uh, we are going to be probably talking about Infinity War. There will probably be spoilers for Infinity War. Fair warning. But like I mentioned in the last episode, at the very end, um, I was so curious where this movie was going to go after the last one was over. And like I said, when we were talking about Infinity War. The fact that Avengers were were actually defeated made it a very interesting movie for me. And in the beginning of Endgame, you see Nebula and Iron Man flicking like this triangle or whatever, like because trying to pass the time by, I would imagine, because they're just sort of w- hurling in space. 
and I and this is the moment where Iron Man literally admits defeat. And he has these yeah. sort of like logs that he's recording about this trip in case he, you know, doesn't make it back or whatever. Um, and uh, it turns out he might have been going a little crazy uh, <laughs> during this time, too. But to be fair, well, a little crazy. But like, I mean, you know, he was like, like, we, we don't know exactly how long after Infinity War this is, but it's but it's definitely, you know, more than a couple of days um, yeah, I, they, they might have said I don't remember. Might I, be, I believe weeks. they said it is still set in 2018 at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely not like months or years, but it is definitely like like days or weeks. Right. And and that is in space with you know they don't know like they can't get anywhere. They don't have a lot. Like I think they're on the um um oh the name of the ship the Benatar. No, is it the Benatar? It's either the Benatar or the Milano. I forget which guardian ship it is at that point. I think it's the Benatar. I think the Milano's in the first movie. Um, yeah. So they're on, they're on the Benatar and they but they don't have like cells like they're they're out of oxygen. Like Tony has resigned himself to he is going to die. Right. He doesn't have yeah. a lot of food. Like they don't have a lot of food. He's clearly emaciated. Doesn't have like they're running out of oxygen and he almost dies until he is rescued by Captain Marvel. There, I do yeah. want to mention though that's not the start of the movie, right? The start of the movie is the Hawkeye scene. That this movie has it a is, open. yeah. No, well, and 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 I and I will mention Hawkeye. Just I have Hawkeye later on in the. Uh, well, yeah, the, uh, and I just want to say real quick that yeah. so that scene was initially going to be in Infinity War. That was going to be the only scene with Hawkeye yeah. in, in Infinity War. Well, and, and, um, and that's and was, interesting. You mentioned that because yeah, when I saw that scene, it almost made more sense to put it in Infinity War than Endgame. Yeah. Well, I I I I, I see what you're saying. And, and that was, I think, the initial thought process as well. They shot it to be like, hey, Hawkeye's not in this movie, but we're going to cut to his family now at the end of the movie and show this. Right. But I think it's a much more powerful thing to start this movie. It, it gets you back into the zone of, hey, remember how awful you felt at the end of Infinity War? Yeah. Let me get you right back to that moment, right? And 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 a real gut punch of, you know, it's Hawkeye's entire family, right? Yeah, um, and they so get it's, it's snapped. Huge, yeah. it's, so, so like it's a huge gut punch right away, whereas mm-hmm. you know, the previous movie was was a, you know small small gut punches that all led up to the big yeah. Gut and punch. and to be fair, yeah, it had been a year since Infinity War came out, so a lot of those right. emotions are probably you know have been receded at that yeah, point. So, so, so yeah. it gets those emotions right fresh in the mind again, and mm-hmm. and um and also you know it would have been a little weird to like just cut to this thing in like you've never you haven't seen hawkeye in the rest of this movie and suddenly he's here for this one this one scene right um mm-hmm. but uh but yeah i i and, and also i think uh you know starting endgame with hawkeye first of all that he goes through one of the major like he is one of the major journeys of the movie mm-hmm. um, and, and we'll talk about uh, all those points i'm sure uh because they're they're very important points in this movie but yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. but um you know it, it and then also because he wasn't in the last movie, right? So so right. you start off saying, "Hey, if you missed Hawkeye, he's here." Here he is. Um, right. But but even if you didn't, like we're reminding you, this is how awful you felt a year ago when you watched the last movie. So get back in that zone because we're going right back into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's well, you know, it's not like it's not. Hey, we're gonna have fun this time. It's no, no, no. Feel how you felt a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going back to what you said earlier about like the you know Captain Marvel saving the day. Of course, if you remember from the end credits scene of uh, Infinity War, of course, you know uh, Nick Fury was trying to contact Captain Marvel, and apparently that communication worked because here in comes Captain Marvel, ready to save the day, and basically um, haul the entire ship back down to earth which is you know shows the strength of uh 
Captain Marvel, uh, certainly. Um, yeah. And I haven't, I, I hadn't seen the uh, Captain Marvel movie. And so I, I, I feel like that was probably the only context you needed to know about Captain Marvel is she's strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like in the movie, the, the, the big things are uh, she works a little bit with Nick Fury. He has a pager. And so she modifies the pager to become that beacon. Um, and that's how she gets back. And then um, the uh, um, she gets her powers from the space stone. So she also like that, that. So, you know, Wanda's uh, incredibly powerful because her power comes from the mind stone in a right. similar way. Uh, Captain Marvel's incredibly powerful. Her power comes from the space stone. There's also an end credit scene in Captain Marvel, which shows her arriving on Earth and after receiving the beacon. Mm. Um, it's mm-hmm. not like super duper like essential because you can kind of assume it happened, but it, right. it's, it's like so that sort of that moment of yeah, the it's, Avengers it's just a reinforcement. At, yeah, yes, yeah, so it's the Avengers looking at the beacon. They're like, well, Fury put it out, so like it must be important. And then Captain Marvel shows up and she's like, "Where's Fury?" And then and then. You and know, then that's and how that Avengers scene ends, ends. right? Yeah, and like, and like and like and and much like um, other uh, MCU post credit scenes, it was shot by the Russo brothers uh, to be the post credit scene of Captain Marvel, but it was but it was shot by the Russo brothers in the production for Endgame. Mm-hmm. So, Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, same thing. Same thing. Like with the uh, um, the Winter Soldier post credit scene uh, is shot by Whedon in the production for Age of Ultron. Oh, so, right on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so naturally, of course, you know, because the natural first step would be to go back to the scene of the crime, I guess. And we're going back to fighting Thanos again at the very beginning of this film. And the Avengers are able to figure out what island he's on. And of course, he's on the same island that, well, like um, in the same, like in the same planet or whatever. Yeah, I call it an island. But yeah, it's a planet technically. But um, but we find but we find out what planet he's on from the last scene of Infinity War. And then they go to uh, they go to capture um, Thanos, who at this point is just regular Thanos, because we find out that the gauntlet is no longer useful because once the Infinity Stones have been used, they're destroyed and can no longer be recovered. Well, no, no, no. So uh, I, I think you misread. Okay. He used the stones. He used the power of the stones to destroy the stones. Once he did what he needed oh. to do, he then destroyed the stones. Oh, he was interesting. Like, I'm done. Oh, and, if, and because because if he didn't destroy the stones, then the Avengers could come back and get. Them. Because I think that's what right. a lot of us a lot of us assumed at the time that okay, then the the next movie is them having to get the stones back or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he used the stones to destroy the stones so that they couldn't be used. Yeah. To bring everybody so it's almost like a cop out of like we know you're expecting this to happen, so let's add this yeah. layer of complexity into it yeah and um and and at this and so at this point thanos's head gets chopped off by thor and thanos is already dead and we're in the first 20 minutes of the film to which i said there's two and a half more hours of this film so now what (laughs) And, and, and then and then what happens i think is an even bigger shock is that it says five years later <laughs> like yeah that, that, which is i mean like that's kind of bonkers right it's like hey they lost we know they lost here's another sad moment like we're 20 minutes of sad in this movie it was like, <laughs> it was like one minute of like hey this is kind of fun they're going to you know fight Thanos, blah 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 but everything else has been yeah. quite sad <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? right um uh, uh you know a couple jokes for levity and then like and then it's like all right, now it's five years later. Like, yeah, right. You know, like, like I, I don't think anybody expected 
you know, them having to live with, I think like maybe like six months later, you know, I could have, yeah. like mm-hmm. but like five years later was a, was a, was a, a I mean, it was a shock yeah. in that theater. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like you mentioned, we fast forward five years later to Captain America, basically being uh, the leader of a therapy session is where we, uh, we first uh, are, uh, are, you know, in the timeline or whatever. And I get, and at this point people are, are still trying to cope from this, you know, big snap that has just occurred. And because of that, the smaller human population and the, and also talking about the Mets baseball team, which I yeah. thought was kind of a weird, you know, segue no, it's, to it's, talk about it, but okay. It's sure. just, I mean, I think it's, I think it's normal, right? It's just like, it's like, look, you know, it, it's five years of trauma. They're they're sad. It's like you know what? I miss the Mets. Like I love baseball. I miss the Mets. Right? I think it's yeah. It's it's the thing that happened. And and again, a thing that we didn't think could be this prescient, but it's the thing that happened during COVID. Right? Like we were all sad about the things that were that we should be sad about. I but know. Like, well, and that's what's also, crazy, right? Yeah. But the, yeah. Exactly. Right. But there were also things that we were sad about that was like, hey, I had like, you know, I, not me specifically, but like I had concert tickets in July and then that, that concert got canceled. Like, mm-hmm. yes, this does not matter as much as a bunch of people dying, but it still sucks. You know, yeah. like it's, it's still like I, I still, you know, and how in the world and how in the right? world did was Marvel able to somehow predict COVID? Because you could literally write <laughs> this story for the exact kind of same wild. for COVID being happy because. Here's another thing that I noticed, by the way, and we and we did the math during the watch party because I realized this. If this is set five years into the future, Infinity yeah. War was set in 2018. So mm-hmm. this would put this story in 2023, which is literally yeah. w- our current year that we're recording this uh, in the yes. year of our Lord, 2023. And mm-hmm. so this movie is basically showing what happens to us right now in modern times essentially and of course some people are going to make the argument of like well there are alternate timelines you know and i'm like yeah yeah i know but what i'm saying is this movie specifically you can say is now set in 2023 right yeah yeah, for sure yeah yeah i think i think it's like confirmed on screen in in another movie at some point and and i think um like i'm not sure about like guardians 3 specifically um, but I, uh, you know, because the space movies can 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 sometimes be a little bit out there. Um, I believe um, No Way Home, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is set uh, a- around Christmas 2024. So the, the MCU is still about a year, year and a half ahead. But I think they're they're still they're trying to compress the timeline back a little bit so they can get back to real time. And obviously you know, this was not an intent because they didn't know this was going to happen, but obviously COVID happened um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, halted the movies coming out. For Which about if a you year. think about it actually kind of worked in Marvel's favor, if you think yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the, yeah. So yeah, gave me a year in- of, of like, yeah, we can kind of like get closer back to the, to the, to the timeline. But yeah, I, I believe right now um, the, the last movie that was on earth was, uh, was it? Oh, there was the Ant. There was the Ant Man three, and there was um, Doctor Strange two came out before that. I I think they they take place in like early twenty twenty five. But uh, but which I believe, yeah. um, which I found out by the way, there are um, two Avengers movies that are in the works apparently mm-hmm. uh, right yep. now, and they're set to be released in twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. So that would yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would put it right there. With- yeah, and and then again, I think I think they're going to like keep you know 
slowing down the timeline where it's like, hey, this movie, you know, because generally the the rule of thumb before was if it comes out that year, it's happening that year, but some not as much. Yeah, for example, Guardians 2 still occurred in 2014, 2014. even though the movie was released in 2017. So yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther both took place in 2016 because they take place right after Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, true. So yeah, it's yeah, and and that's when you start to get into the complexities of <laughs> Iron Man Two as well. Iron Man Two came out yeah. in 2010, but it takes place two weeks, like two, uh, six months after Iron Man One was came out in 2008. But I think Iron Man One actually takes place in like 2010 because and and Incredible Hulk as well. It's like it's, it's you know the timeline <laughs> yeah. was definitely weirder. Any anyway, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I think they're, they're trying they're trying to get back. I think to uh, to one to one, but yeah, uh, it's absolutely gonna take some time to get there. Um, and, uh, and, and absolutely. And so a lot of has changed, of course, in five years. And it seems to me that Black Widow could have benefited from those Captain America therapy sessions because she basically becomes a workaholic in order to, uh, basically get rid of the pain. And you've got Hulk slash Bruce Banner figuring out a happy middle ground with Professor Hulk. We kind of briefly touched on that in the last episode. Uh, by the way, that that great scene with uh, with Hulk uh, taking a selfie with those kids and the phone being so tiny in Hulk's hands. That was such a great scene. And the dig at Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, was incredible. Uh, that was just great. And yeah, you, you skipped the Ant-Man movies, right? I did, yes. I did see yeah. I did see a summary of them, but I did skip them. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, I really like the first Ant Man movie. I think it's it's really just an enjoyable movie regardless of the MCU. Like there there are a, there's like one big MCU tie-in moment and, and some mentions mm-hmm. of of Stark. Um, I will say about Ant-Man, I will say with uh, cuz Ant-Man's two big appearances that I've seen him in. Like he has a brief appearance in Civil War. But then his yeah. other main uh, role is this one, and I got to say, after seeing this movie and Civil War, I think I think he's won me over. I think I'm going to go back and watch the fir- the first Ant Man movie now, at least yeah. if not. Yeah, and it's, it's other- Paul Rudd, right? Like like yeah. not love Paul Rudd, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but in the second Ant Man movie, um, uh, essentially, you know, not, not not the whole plot, but what happens is he gets trapped in the quantum realm, and that's that's how he's there in in this movie. Um, right. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, we're, we're get, getting a little ahead, but yes, absolutely. Um, well, no, I, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, oh, okay, no, I, 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 yeah, yeah. So, uh, cool. but real quick, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and so, yeah, we have that happen. And then we also find out that Tony Stark and Pepper Potts now have a family of their own. But like you mentioned, you know, who doesn't have a family of their own Hawkeye now, because uh, as you mentioned earlier, we see at the beginning of the film, that the rest of his family is snapped, which when we were in the watch party, we were making a comment that like, it's kind of brutal that the, that the quote unquote balance that was restored was flip flop flopping those situations. So now Iron Man has a family, but Hawkeye doesn't. Um, And uh, it's, that's brutal, man. It's, it's heartbreaking. And speaking of Hawkeye, it's interesting that we didn't see him at all in infinity war. And Correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time we've seen him since Age of Ultron? He's in Civil War. Oh, he's in Civil War. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he is in Civil War. Yeah, okay. But still, the last time we saw him was Civil War. What We know that he has an ankle monitor on him now, and I wasn't entirely aware of the reasoning behind that. Once again, is it just something I mixed, missed, or they, do they just not provide any context on that? I think it's something you forgot. Um, okay. So- 
in Civil War. And it, 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 it's it's mentioned a little bit in it's like offhandedly mentioned in Infinity War in Civil War at the end of Civil War when they all get arrested. Um, uh, Tony, uh, like like the they all break out of prison and. Um, uh Captain America and Black Widow and um, uh, Wanda and uh, Falcon go on the run. Um, But uh, Ant-Man and Hawkeye, because they have families, they don't want to go on the run. So they take a deal and get an ankle monitor. So that's not all like explained word for word in the movies, but essentially it's, uh, I think in Infinity Wars, they they say they're on house arrest. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, you actually see scott's house arrest interesting Um, okay but uh and so and so i think that's part of like okay you see him on house arrest so you then you see ankle monitor so you assume but uh but yeah it's when they're arrested at the end of civil war those two guys because they have families take a plea deal so they can be on house arrest and stay with their families instead of uh, going on the run or or got it okay interesting and uh and you mentioned it earlier uh this this is what i was alluding to earlier about the uh mid credit scene of ant-man and the wasp because Yes. If you didn't see the mid credit scene of Ant-Man and the Wasps, you are missing a lot of information as to why Ant-Man just all of a sudden shows up in Endgame. Uh, because yeah. uh, you'll know that Ant-Man ends up in the quantum portal and is in there for just a bit too long. A little bit too long. So long, in fact, that um, someone ended up moving the device into a storage facility. And it's only because a random rat just so happened to push the right button to send Ant-Man out of the quantum realm into the other side five years later. But of course... Yeah, much much like how you said in the last one uh, that uh, all of uh, the snap is the Guardians. Basically the Guardians' fault. Lord's fault. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. All of Endgame only happens... The, the, that rat is the hero of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, who knew that yeah. just a random rat would dictate the rest of this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but, and Senor um, Chang, too. Yeah, right. And, uh, and, but, and of course, for Ant-Man, it's only been five hours, it seems, because, you know, because that's how the quantum, you know, stuff works, right? And then, you know, so, of course, Ant-Man has no idea what happened um, in between that time period when the snap happened. So he's trying to figure out what happened. Um, and he goes to this mass gravesite, which I can only describe... Uh, and I basically equated it to the 9-11 like memorial pretty much be only because that's the only actual reference I have because I have actually been to New York City and have been to the tool the, to the two pools uh, where the two twin towers used to be. And the etching of the names in those um, sort of uh, in those pools looks almost identical to what we see in those pillars. And so I, I immediately drew yeah. a... Um, a comparison to that. And in many ways, this is kind of a 9-11 moment, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It it definitely is that, that moment for these characters at this time in, in, in this universe. Uh, uh, and there's, there's others, obviously like war memorials like that as well. So I think it it, takes inspiration from all of those things, but yeah, of course there would be things like this in this universe to, to commemorate all, you know, it's half of the world gone. Right. You know, like that's, I mean, it it is, it is a a seminal and it's, it's, you know, not to, to dwell too much on it, but like it is something that 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 the greater MCU afterwards kind of like moves past maybe a little too quickly. There's a lot of like good fan content and like you know TikToks and stuff of people like here's what it might be like. This but like 
the world went like half of the world went through a major, major traumatic event. Like, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and we all went through like a pretty major traumatic event a few years ago with COVID, right? So we can kind of relate to this a little bit more than maybe we could have before. Sure. But it's it's you know, it's not on the scale of what happens to them. And we're, I think, as a society, still recovering from COVID. Um, still, so yeah. I, 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 again, I, like, like I said a few times, these are not the necessarily the movies you go to, to, to have these, uh, these deep philosophical queries, but you know, you could do a Disney plus show. It's like, Hey, we're going to explore this. And you know, maybe they are going to do one, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. It could be, uh, in the timeline. You all have to see. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but I mentioned Ant-Man, you know, of course he, he's only had a, brief appearance in civil war uh, other than obviously his own standalone movies of course um but what what i thought was funny is the fact that um that they start like mentioning previous uh movies because they're talking about time travel movies which is important in this context because of the device they're building and he they're referencing all these kinds of movies and scott just brings up like oh yeah quantum uh a quantum or uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. I forget exactly what he said. I th- believe was it? Qu- he says Quantum Leap. That's a TV quantum show Leap. from yeah. the nineties, right? And, I'm, and and in that moment, I was like, "You don't get to reference your own series, Ant Man. Like that's not how that's how this works." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean he didn't. <laughs> no, I know, um, but it's like it's the meta. The meta reference in there is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Uh, what's funny actually is they do mention Hot Tub Time Machine, and Sebastian Stan is in Hot Tub Time Machine, and he right. Me, so it's like a they do have a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, but. that that's amazing, and. But and, and the reason they're bringing up all these time travel movies is because um, they discovered that that is the key to reversing the damage is to go back in time using the quantum realm, of course, get all the infinity stones and basically make an infinity gauntlet of their own, which introduces us to the multiple timelines that are now possible because of this whole can of worms that's basically been opened as a result of them building this device. Right. Essentially is what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, and they tried to enlist the help of Tony Stark to help build it. But at first, he is not interested uh, in going through with this. And what at first seems like a pretty selfish reason, but I don't think is that far fetched because um, because, you know, he got out of it fine and he doesn't want to mess with anything because it's like, well, we already messed it up real bad. Right. So, yeah, well, I mean, to, to, to be fair, it's 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 not exactly that. Right. Because that is a selfish reason. But I think it is it's his daughter. Right. And that is like he yeah. has a child and he and like, you know, that that changes a person. You know, I, I mean, you know, like like we don't have kids. Right. But uh, but, sure, like, you no. know, that. that we've heard every parent say that kind of thing, right? It's like you, you know, and, and and that's what the eventual resolution he goes with is. And and we'll talk about that. I'm sure. But like, it is, um, you know, it's, it's understandable that he's like, I, I get what you want to do, but you know, we, we can't like, if we screw up, we could make things worse. If we don't screw up, like then, you know, then what happens to my daughter? Yeah, what happens mm-hmm. to my, exactly. You know, so, yeah, so there, no, there's... It's, and, and, and it's it's completely reasonable to have that thought process. But it's also but it's also kind of fucked up because of the fact that Hawkeye now has no family as a result of this. And, and Tony does. So it's like, it, you know, it's a double edged sword, I guess you could say. Um, But, you know, I mean, I, I, like I, I get double, it. I get it. Hawkeye wields. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. And uh, well, and also the fact that he's claiming he tells Ant-Man, too, that he only had a billion and one chance of surviving the quantum realm anyway. At least that's what his claim was. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but um, but but he's also trying to use that as an excuse, too. So I don't know. But um, but thankfully, he does have a change of heart after seeing that picture of Peter Parker and he's wanting to get him back which is i think is and like i said in the last episode that that's part of what really informs you know these two movies in in homecoming is like uh is is their relationship and how important that relationship is to tony is that you know peter is like and you know and and in in this have you seen any spider-man movies like not even not mcu but like in literally none no no spider-man movies ever no well so so you know a a big part of spider-man's story um in in the comics and and in the other movies is his relationship with uncle ben who um who you know initially when he becomes when he gets the powers he kind of abuses them um uh his uncle uh dies um and he could have prevented it and that is what um you know that's what um motivates him to to use his powers for good and uh and we don't have an uncle ben in the spider-man uh in the mcu and so tony has kind of taken that role of a father figure and and of a and and a little bit of a a tragic um you know figure but obviously he's a hero already but uh but he's but he is that sort of father figure role and and so yeah so so peter 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 uh, peter parker's an orphan he live he lives with his aunt and uncle and his uncle dies and so he's just a single aunt and so yeah so so tony is that father figure yeah. and, 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 and we Peter's see that like briefly in civil war by the way too when we're first introduced to the spider-man character in the mcu so yeah 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 but yeah but but you know yeah and we we definitely see that he's only with his aunt but it is it is cool to like again it's it's just that that's that homecoming informing context yeah, of yeah, like for sure oh, yeah like like they really have this this you know father son kind of related <laughs> yeah. that he really you know cares and so I, sees that picture yeah. and is like I maybe try to figure this out because because you know because yeah because he's that valuable to me yeah what's funny yeah. though too is that uh, one of the movies they mentioned of course is Back to the Future and they mentioned it a lot in this right because. Because, you know, because uh, 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 Tony Stark is basically tried to say like Ant-Man, oh, you're just saying this plan because it's back to the future. Right. And what's funny is during the watch party, um, literally someone said, like, this sounds a lot like back to the future. And then like five seconds later, Tony Stark says, this sounds a lot like back to the future <laughs> to Ant-Man. <Yeah. laughs> I thought that was fantastic when that happened. I don't know if the person actually already saw the movie and knew it was coming, but either way, it was great. Um not only that, but uh, that scene uh, where Professor Hulk is trying the quantum device on Ant-Man and he morphs into an old version of himself and then a baby version of himself. And then when he comes back to his normal self, he comments that one of those versions of himself peed his pants and we don't know which one did. Um, and I thought that was great. Also, the fact that Tony Stark was immediately able to guess what happened correctly. He like he knew what was what would happen if yeah, Professor yeah. Hulk tried to... Uh, tried his hand at it so uh <laughs> and yeah like i mentioned like uh i might have to go watch the first ant-man movie now after seeing uh this movie because yeah i think the, seeing ant-man in this movie sold it for me i think it was great yeah and like i said i really love that uh that first ant-man movie the second one is also good and fun uh the third one it, kind of diminishing diminishing a little bit but it is it, they're all fun and paul rudd is great in all of them and the cast is great in all of them especially but uh but that first ant-man movie was i think something a little special and it's, mm-hmm. it's a great little heist movie if you like heist movies uh then ant-man is definitely up there for for heist movies absolutely 
But uh, the eventually, eventually they get the time machine to work, and it works, which means we get to relive the first Avengers movie, the first Guardians movie, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and Thor: The Dark World all over again. And I'll, and actually, sort of Captain America: The First Avenger, kind of, except it's not in the exact same time period as that movie. Yeah. But yeah, a, a little, a little bit, but uh, yeah, but um. Uh, well, what we do see first, though, is again another like devastating. Just every uh, Hawkeye scene is devastating, right? <laughs> it's like he is, you know, it's just like it's it's you know, first he loses his family, and then you see him, you know, fighting Yakuza uh, because of the trauma from his family, and and you know the 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 moment to saying to Black Widow like don't don't give me hope. Uh, then he you know does the second test of the uh you know he does the first test of tony's version of the time machine goes back and sees his kids sees again. His family <laughs> again like, yeah oh, like, doesn't doesn't even see the them actually. he just he just hears them and he's like oh right. he's see them again and then doesn't see yeah, them and he oh, gets my, zapped just, back yeah he gets zapped back just... right as the kid comes <laughs> down the stairs yeah no that's it so is sad. truly heartbreaking it's it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 by the way that kid is uh joe russo's daughter Oh really? Wow, yeah. And 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 of course there's an even more tragic scene and I'm going to save that one for the very end and uh and right. you'll see why uh when right. we get to that point. Man, I, I didn't even I didn't realize until I just said it like Hawkeye goes through it in this yeah, movie. Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. I feel really bad for the break. guy. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh but we of course are transported back to New York City in 2012 again and uh and literally they I, I, I hear I heard that they did actually reuse some footage from the original movies, but then had to recreate other ones. Like, for example, yeah. that scene where they do like the top down shot of all the Avengers in a circle almost like yeah. that was almost certainly reused from the Avengers. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was that was definitely reused. And it was I think it was a, a moment of like, hey, we need like we should do that. We got to do this. Right. Yeah. But there, there was also like you know, there, was, there was stuff like, you know, uh, ca- like Captain America in his old costume, like he's wearing the the kind of a little bit goofy costume from uh, from the Avengers. And like, but, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the 2023 version of Captain America wearing the kind of goofy costume and like uh the moment of hulk like this is uh what, i don't remember the exact line but like uh uh this is a little like demeaning or whatever when like he's like pretending to like be you know professional oh professor yeah hulk. no he's, no but literally someone said like you gotta you gotta like someone was like you gotta go destroy things and then like this yeah. professor hulk sees like 2012 hulk just destroying everything and, and you like can see him like yeah, visibly like yeah you could visibly yeah. see him cringing when he watches himself doing that and they say yeah, you like, have to Bruce, go. You got to go smash, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah." And he's just like, uh, uh, "Find this little smash. And he tears his shirt off and like fake smashes stuff. <laughs> yeah, so. and you could tell he's just out of it. Yeah, he's like half-assing oh, it. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact that 2012 Hulk uh, really hates the fact that he has to take the stairs when everyone else can use the elevator because yeah. you know maximum capacity, right? And then, and then shot is definitely remade which is cool like yeah you know Mm because that's the other sort of iconic shot of like hawkeye holding the bow and arrow uh in loki's face and like obviously they they have to reshoot it to do it from a different angle so uh so you know that one's kind of made it and you see it from that other angle of of tony and um, right yeah because tony is about to walk away with the scepter and then and then right as he uh, is about to escape the hulk busts out from the staircase and completely screws up the uh the plan there and Loki yeah. ends up with the scepter and disappears, to which someone in the watch party commented, and that's how the Loki TV series was born. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, Loki was born. No, no, sorry, he doesn't he doesn't end up with a scepter, right? The scepter 
or, the heroes yeah. do get the scepter. He ends up with the space stone. Right, which is, yeah, which with is... The, with the Tesseract. Yeah, which is what they needed, but they got the wrong item, I guess. Right, because yeah. they, 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 they got the scepter, because uh, Captain America has a scepter, um, and, uh, and that's when he's... Um, oh yeah, yeah. You you have this in the you have this a little bit out of order, but yeah, this is uh, C- yeah. Cap has the scepter, and that's when he has to fight himself to keep. Yeah, the scepter. yeah. Well, and, and actually, we'll we'll, let, 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 we'll go to that point first, but because yeah, you mentioned that because uh, because Captain America has to somehow steal the suitcase back from the Hydra operatives at Shield, which is of course is a reference to Captain America: The Winter Soldier, right? And I love that all he has to do in order to get past them is do the one thing he hates, which is say those dreaded words, hail Hydra. And I can, and I have to imagine that that was so like, like, oh, he did not want to say that. I'm sure. Uh, like he was fighting against saying that. I'm sure a lot. Yeah. Well, I think, I think a little bit maybe, but I think also a little bit of like, this is an older, you know, more world weary, you know, this is like um, a, a Captain America that has lived through, you know, a large part of the 2010s and and uh, the 2020s and you know in this world and that you know i don't think uh necessarily the cap that came straight out of the ice would ever like even if he knew this would get him out of the situation would say it but this cap yeah. you know the cap who who you know doesn't like says ass right like he's, he's you know he's, he's got a little bit of yeah, like he's got a, more a tiny yeah, bit he, of an edge to him yeah and he's got um, yeah he's got a more filthy mouth now yeah mm-hmm. yeah so he's willing to be like you know what let me just say hail hydra and get out of this instead of having to fight all these guys yeah it's also a nice little throwback to that winter soldier oh yeah no and, the, the elevator yeah. well and it's also well and it's also ironic because those were the very words that captain america was fighting against in the Absolutely. captain america the first avenger so the yeah, the yeah, irony yeah. is not lost on me but like you said, it also leads to Captain America fighting Captain America. That part did confuse me a little bit. Like, w- was that just because 2012 Captain America didn't know why this copy of himself was taking this? Yes. He says, I, I see Loki with the scepter. He, uh, because Loki has illusion powers. So he just assumes that Loki is pretending to be him and uh... grab the scepter. And, and like you know, like got the scepter from Shield agents because they were. He's like, "Hello, I'm Captain America. Give me the scepter." And they're got like, "Okay, it. you're Captain America." And then Cap says, "Oh no, Loki has the scepter. Clearly, this is Loki. It's not me." Um, and then obviously, uh, okay, so that's where the gets, confusion was. Yeah, but also, it did give him a chance and, to call to call out America's ass again, which I thought yeah, was great. <laughs> it is America's ass. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> and I and and actually, I haven't even mentioned at this point how Thor gets back in the story because, and it's kind of important before we get to this next point because. Because they're able to recruit him, and he, and at this point, he's in this remote home in what we now learn is the new Asgard, by the way, which is pretty small. Um, and he has become in Norway, which is yeah. which is you know that's kind of the moment. Uh, I I don't know if it's, it's I don't think he's the exact spot, but like that's what um, that's a thing that uh, um, Odin says in Thor Ragnarok, right? When, they, when like, right right before he dies, he's like Asgard is not a not a place it's a people this could be asgard yeah and they go to norway and this is asgard yeah it's yeah it's the new asgard yeah and he becomes and he becomes fat thor and him and korg are playing none other than the popular video game that everyone knows is my calling card fortnite (laughs) fortnite makes an appearance in this movie and and it is amazing and um and and it's great because because uh, Fortnite and Marvel have had a long like collaboration history, and so to actually see Fortnite in 
Endgame was pretty funny. And fun fact, because of because of Endgame coming out, Fortnite actually released a Fat Thor skin to commemorate that moment. Uh, and it's just perfect. Brand synergy. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but but Thor is able to return to uh, the old Asgard to return or to get the stone that is needed for this as well. And while that is all happening, uh, well, before before that happens, actually, um, uh, actually, well, actually, before we get to that, let's go back to uh, because I, I, I mentioned we were going to mention this earlier about uh, this yeah. Stephen Rogers situation. So going back to Captain America for just a second. Because because the fact that they botched the uh, trying to get the uh, the cube from, you know, the original 2012 uh, version, they botched that one. But they have one more chance. Steven Rogers and Tony Stark travel back to the 1970s on presumably the same base where Steven where Steve Rogers trained on or would have trained on or whatever. And um, and Tony is getting the suitcase and quite literally runs into none other than Howard Stark, his father, as him as an older version of himself. And his fake name, of course, Howard Potts. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like I think is is the moment, right? Like he's like he's like a little shocked. He's like, oh, what's your name? Uh Howard, because he sees Howard in front of him. He's like, oh my name's Howard too. Like, what's your last name? Oh god, I gotta come up with the last name. I guess Potts, right? Okay, cool. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And talk about time warping because Howard Stark literally is mentioning to Tony how Howard's wife is pregnant with presumably Tony Stark at this point. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah, and also the fact that Howard's butler is literally called Jarvis and is also played by the human who uh who voices Jarvis, actually. That's that's not no. So so um the the person who voices Jarvis is Paul Bettany, who plays Vision. That's the whole thing. Oh, um, interesting. Okay, so I was like, this, um, <laughs> this is this is James Darcy. I think it might have, maybe maybe somebody was mis, misunderstood, mis, uh, speaking, or maybe you misunderstood. Maybe, um, yeah. There was a Agent Carter TV show right. um, uh, on ABC, and he played that character on that TV show of Edwin oh, Jarvis. Oh, got it. Butler. Okay. And so it kind of makes that show semi-canon, semi it's hard to, but but he got to reprise the role from the TV show. Interesting. In the comic books, Jarvis is a human butler. Uh, oh, okay. Edwin Jarvis right. is yeah, a yeah, human yeah. butler of Tony Stark. Well, um, either so, way. Yeah, yeah, either it, way. It, 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 it's very cool to, 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 to yeah. A, bring the character back, but B, show this to a more general audience of like, yeah. hey, this is where this is where Tony got the idea for Jarvis. And also, yeah. and also I, 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 the only thing I'll add to this is like, if only Howard knew, right? If only he knew about <laughs> yeah, all of this, right? One more thing to mention about this journey, too, is the fact that Steve Rogers, he has to escape from, I don't even remember what it was at one point, and he ends up in a room, and it specifically... Penny Carter's room, of course, Agent Carter's room. Yeah. And Penny you know Carter, the significance yeah. of her if you've seen Captain America the First Avenger, of course. Yeah, yeah. And and Steve and Peggy is like a is a whole thing. Uh, and there's you know, the, she 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 has an appearance in in the other two movies as well, in in um uh Winter Soldier and um and um Civil War and Civil War there's her funeral. She right, also right. for fun funnily and uh, fun fact has a, a tiny little cameo at the beginning of Ant Man as well. Um, oh, so she's 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 been all over the MCU. Yeah, um, interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I think he. What, what, I think it's um, uh, the uh, Yvette Nicole Brown's character like thinks he's kind of shady, and so they're trying to go after him, and he's like, "I just don't want to deal with this," and so he he ducks into what turns out to be 
Peggy's office. <laughs> right. And, like, yeah. Takes a glimpse of her. And then, you know. yeah, like uh, that opens a whole nother can of worms at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but going back to Thor, uh, when he gets to the old version of Asgard, I love that rocket has to slap Thor because, you know, he, he, he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't know. Like I'm having, he's having a panic attack. Right. And rocket. And I, and I don't think they intended this to be a pun, but I liked it because, uh, cause rocket sa- tells Thor to snap out of it. Get it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they meant that to be a uh, to be a dad joke, but <laughs> no, it certainly I, so I certainly registered it as that. So I thought that was there's, funny. There's, there's also a, a small little uh, um, uh, Natalie Portman vocal cameo because she was mm. in the uh, the first two Thor movies and uh, and then didn't come back with a third. But I think they used some reused footage and then had her record some new dialogue. Like she was she was nice. Oh, uh, okay. New dialogue, but yeah, interesting. I think, yeah, I could be wrong about the new dialogue, but I think she did. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, and Thor, as a result of this, is able to see his mom again, which if you uh, I I didn't see uh, Thor, the Dark World, but I, I I know enough. I saw the recap of Thor, the Dark World to know that that is the movie where his mom dies. And I'll tell you what, I did see Thor, the Dark World, and I completely had forgotten that's the movie where his mom died. I was yeah. like, oh, that's right. I, yeah, right. I guess, you know, oh, Rene Russo's here. Cool. And, and it's interesting, too, because because I am I know I am definitely missing some context here because because Thor's mom is able to recognize instantly that this is a future copy of Thor that is seeing her again. So I'm definitely missing some context here. How did I, she I, know I, that? I think it's just uh i mean she she does have magic and, and like you know it is kind of this, this this magic god thing but i mean look at him right he doesn't look like thor from that time for one and i, th- I think it's a mother's intuition type thing i think i think it's not supposed to be like a hey here is uh like a power that she has i think it's like she looks at him she's like you're not my son like i know you're my son but you're not my son right right like, i think yeah i think it's just that i think i think that's all it is. i think it's a mother's intuition of like yeah, yes, something's not you're right here. Yeah, you're not the guy who you know something. So you're, something is different about you, and it's not you know. So I, I think I think that's all it is. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Also, I love the fact that uh, that he he is like, oh wait, I could steal my original hammer from this timeline. That's right. <laughs> and so he ends up with well, two and, hammers. And again, not, not only not only that, the other one's an axe. But uh, well, true, uh, not, yeah. not only that, not only not only does he realize that, but it's also I mean, it's a big moment for him, right? Because he. He has those panic attacks. He has that depression and he is concerned that he is unworthy, right? That's his whole, he's, he, he thinks he's, he will not be worthy anymore. Right. Um, and so he calls the hammer and it shows up and he's like, I'm still worthy. I'm still like, worthy. Yeah. And it's a little bit of this external validation for him, but, but it's this external validation that is important to him that like he can, because technically anybody can hold Stormbreaker. You don't have to be worthy to hold Stormbreaker. You have, but you have to be worthy to hold Mjolnir. And so, um, and so that's, that's that moment for him of like, I'm still worthy, like, you know, and that, that kind of, um, lifts his spirits in that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then it's Professor Hulk's job to retrieve the time stone from, uh, Tilda Swinton's character, who I don't even remember what the character's name is, but I know that she's in, uh, Dr. Strange. Uh, uh, hopefully we can figure out who the character is, but, uh, but Tilda Swinton, um, has the time stone. And and I'm definitely and I knew so, that. Sorry, I, sorry I, I got distracted for a second. You, uh, till, did you watch Doctor Strange? I forget. I did not. No, you did not. Okay, so um, so um, Tilda Swinton is the ancient one. Essentially, she is the she was the master of the Mystic Arts. She trained Doctor Strange. In right, and does. and they and and I think she even mentions like you're six years too early to get the 
to see Doctor Strange, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And so and I knew and, and and everyone in the watch party was telling me that I was definitely missing some context clues from not seeing Doctor yeah, yeah, Strange yeah. because uh because she's able to punch Bruce Banner out of the Hulk, essentially. Uh, and and yeah, for yeah, good reason, a, she's a, not giving the time stone away, right? Yeah, it's an astral projection projection thing, right? That that, that, yeah. that happens quite a bit in the Doctor Strange movies. Is, is they can they can sort of astral project out of their bodies, and they can cause other people to be astral projected out of their bodies. So that's what she does. She astral yeah. projects him out of his body so that he's not Hulk. But he's yeah, so, and and for, because because yeah. his his soul is still Bruce Banner, right? Right. It's just his body is is Professor Hulk. So when he gets knocked out of the the Hulk body, he's still Bruce Banner. At, at underneath heart. right yeah underneath and all, yeah. yeah and for good reason she's not like going to give this time stone away willy-nilly and i could completely understand that right but the, but it's at this point where we reach a pit- pivotal point when bruce banner tells her that dr strange gave up the time stone to thanos willingly and she realizes what might have happened and what seems and what it seems to insinuate to me anyway uh, is that the movie we watched, Infinity War, was the wrong timeline? That's how I. I that's how I interpreted that. It's an interesting interpretation. I don't think that's the intent, but uh, it's an interesting interpretation. Um, I, I think the intent is if Stephen Strange gave the Time Stone away, there must be something bigger at play, and you know, and then you do need it, right? So something like that. Like he gave it away. Okay, well then then this must have happened or something something like this must have happened that mm-hmm. caused this to happen. Or maybe, or maybe, you know, she she is more powerful than than Strange, right? She she's I think hundreds of years old or something like that. So um so she, maybe she was able to do look at those 14 million possibilities without, you know, all of the pomp that that strange had to do and she saw it i don't know if that's what happens or not but i think what it seemed to imply to me at least was she gets told that strange did that she's like strange did that well if strange did that then this is the only reason strange would do it and if and if that's the reason then i have to give you the stone because actually the other thing is um uh and again this this is um i suppose a, a, a bit of a spoiler for the loki tv show but it is stated in the Loki TV show that the uh, Infinity War timeline is the timeline. They call they call it the sacred timeline. Okay, so. yeah, sacred timeline. Yeah. That's what it's called. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now this one, I will fully admit that this is a this is a problem of I didn't get it because I had trouble paying attention because it was a watch party and people were talkative. So forgive me sure. for not knowing this particular part, but. This part definitely confused me the most about this movie because there are two copies of Nebula uh, running around, and I and this is while they're trying to get. Um, I, I I initially I thought it was the Red Stone, but I believe it was actually the Purple Stone they're trying the to retrieve. One, yeah. The, the, red, the yeah. red one is is Thor, Thor the Dark World. This is they're going after right, the because right, they, yeah. they've gone to Guardians, right? They that's they right. see Peter doing the dance and they knock and, him out. <laughs> Yeah, and then there and there's two copies of Nebula, right? There's a good, Which, presumably a good Nebula and a bad. Nebula, I will say right? real quick, uh, uh, Nebula and uh, and um, War Machine, a very fun pairing. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was great too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and and actually, I mentioned that early uh, later on too about how like you know like <laughs> like like because like you know the current Nebula was was 
Or, well, because here's the thing, like, because they get to the Peter Quill moment, right, where he's walking, and it's the very same, like, music that was playing in Guardians 1 at that very beginning, yeah, yeah. right? Coming at your love by Redbone, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I thought that that was, uh, I thought that was really funny that it, that it was basically like, so that's all it takes to get the stone? Yeah, pretty much. He's kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, look at, like, look at him, they're like, so he's an, like, I think the, the exact line is, so he's an idiot. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. like, yeah exactly he's just like you know he's like yeah that is like if you're just like if you see somebody ro- running down the street dancing with their headphones on which is i've done before like yeah I, fair well, enough I, you look, you look kind of stupid but like yeah, yeah that's true but going but going back to the whole uh nebula thing for a second because we have I, sorry, one more thing I, I will say real quick yeah uh, the other the previous movie a lot about trios this movie pairs right it, it's the oh, same sort of deal you have a lot of characters but it's a lot of pairs you have uh nebula true. and, and um war machine you have um uh, thor and rocket you have um captain america and iron man and then also ant-man and hulk are in that like kind of a quartet but then but then cap and iron man go off on their own so yeah you have a lot of pairs here which is uh, and then and then obviously the the well and and this is also significant too uh because and, and i forgot to mention this earlier but um i believe if i if i recall correctly in infinity war um, because as we, as we know, after the end of civil war, uh, uh, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers are not on speaking terms whatsoever at the end of yeah. civil war. And there's even still some tension in infinity war. And if I recall What's correctly, that? I do not believe Tony Stark and Steve Rogers ever actually met face to face in infinity war at any point. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, they never meet face to face in Infinity War. At the beginning of Infinity War, uh, Tony's about to call Steve right when the aliens um, come down to Earth, and so then he doesn't call Steve, and so then you know, and that if he had made that phone call, who knows how Infinity War goes, right? Yeah, and right. Completely yeah. changes um, because because that is at the end of Civil War, Steve's you know sends him the phone. And he's like, "Hey, I know we are not doing well, but you know, if you need me, if the world needs me." Give me a call. Like, right. Yeah. Because Captain America. Yeah, some some, is like some his, things are more important. Yeah. Because right? Captain America is always the better person in that regard. For right. Sure. Right. So, yeah. Or the, the, the bigger person. Well, yeah. Bigger person. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That's better. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, but, so, but at the beginning of this movie, there's still a little bit of friction. But I think, you know, and I would have loved to see this, but I, I get why we don't. You know, like I said, I think in the Age of Ultron uh, one on Patreon, if you're not a patron, check yep, out patreon.com slash W Scott is one. <laughs> um uh i'm great at plugging for you uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh but uh, but as i mentioned you know it's not a tv show so you like you have to cut things out that maybe in a tv show you could show so you don't see the reconciliation you mm-hmm. just you know tony greets him warmly when he comes to his cottage um to ask for help he's like hey guys stay for dinner so like it's it's clear that in the last five years they have reconciled and they are and they are friends again right um uh but uh but yeah it is uh you know we don't get to see it and that's kind of a bummer but it is yeah you know, well and, and in endgame this is the first time they're back on speaking terms now which is great and right um, and but they, yeah. and, and and we are like you know they're they're not just back on speaking terms like he you know he says do you trust me he's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. i do mm-hmm. I, you know it's like it's it is it is i will you know uh, he he all but says i'm with you till the end of the line right yeah, <laughs> like absolutely he, yeah he's, mm-hmm. he's he's very much uh which is a the the captain bucky quote um but yeah he he very much is like you know he, he it's it's very clear that they have fully forgiven each other and we just didn't see it and it's it's you know it's fine it, it would have been cool to see 
at least a little bit of that because um, we see the tension at the beginning of Endgame and then afterwards we have seen that they have clearly, you know. Yeah, but, they've clearly okay. made up, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, and, and uh, one, one thing, real, real quick, one thing you didn't mention about the 1970 thing, the, the reason they went back to 1970 specifically is because they also had to get the pin particles to be able to make the oh, next trip. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because they only yeah. had enough pin particles for one trip and so they had to go back to get the pin particles so you have a de-aged Michael that's Douglas right. yeah. there that, mm-hmm. that they, they still have pin particles from. So I, not a huge, huge thing but it's it's worth noting for doing the plot and office stuff sure 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 yeah but anyway going back to uh to nebula here your confusion so, yeah. yeah yeah so so there's two copies of nebula rolling around and we got the good nebula presumably and the bad nebula that's still loyal to thanos and gamora which we see gamora back in this timeline because gamora was back in this timeline so uh, so of course she's back right but here's the part that confused me Thanos is somehow able to access these video logs from good Nebula when they're talking about getting the Infinity Stones back and taking out Thanos. And this is 2014 Thanos that is seeing this. So how does Thanos know that she has those, first of all? And did he already have this plan in place in 2014 and decided he needed to stop it before it happened right then and there in this alternate timeline? Um, did he already have what plan? Uh, the, the the plan to uh, basically what happens in Infinity War. Like, did, oh, was that plan okay. already established? That plan was not established to the audience, but I do believe Thanos already had that plan, yes, because he's already yeah. looking for Infinity Stones. Um, so it seems clear that, that this is the reason, right? And, and, we, and we do get told in Infinity War that he wanted to do this and, and, you know, and, and Nebula and uh, not Nebula, Gamora knows that that's his goal and Gamora hasn't talked to him in four years. So, so I think, I think it is clear that, that this was Thanos's plan from the beginning, um, uh, you know, from before we ever saw him. Yeah. Um, for, for the, uh, for the Nebula video things, I think it's just as simple as, um, her video feed is hooked up to the cloud and she hasn't done a software update since 2014. Because why would she, you know, how would she do that? So <laughs> she just, it's just the same software and she's got a, she's got cloud storage and like the video files just say 2023, 20, you know, 0506 instead of 2014, 0506. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> I think, I think that's, I think it's literally all it is. I think it's, it's her video huh. files get backed up to the cloud. And so they're like, okay, cool. We'll just pull them back yeah, down. From and it's cloud interesting that they don't actually mention, I, I guess it's not really needed, but also, I think I, they, they I think they kind of say it and kind of like gloss around it, but I think that's that's sort yeah. of the implication. But the, that, yeah, but like, they don't really flat out say it either, which is kind of yeah. Mm, I, I interesting. Don't think, I don't remember. I, they, I think they they say. I think they do explain it, but like it's like a they don't you know they don't use the word the cloud right. They but they, sure, they but I think sure. it's just like I, I think I think it's but I think I don't know maybe I'm wrong and they don't say they don't explain it at all, but I think they kind of explain that uh, that you know her her it like this this has appeared on the like the server or whatever they say yeah well and i have one more final question about nebula and gamora too because because at one point there seemingly is just a a certain point where current nebula is able to convince 2014 gamora to help stop thanos at one point like how in the world does that happen like i guess just because she was already thinking of lena being thanos at this time anyway like Maybe that's why she was convinced. I guess yeah, I, think I think it's just that simple because yeah, um, in Guardians, right? Like the, the the Guardians movie takes place this day, right? Or like the, or like the 
day after this, right? Sure. She didn't suddenly decide to leave Thanos. Like when they talk to her in, like, I think in the prison or, or something like that, she makes it very clear that she was planning on leaving Thanos. She was going to take the power stone and use it to leave him. So when Nebula, so Nebula just uses the feeling she already had. She already wanted to leave Thanos. She already was, was, you know, so Nebula is just like, Hey, just leave it with me. And, you know, and, and I think also Nebula has the knowledge from guardians Two that Gamora loves her, right? All she wanted was a sister or whatever. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember which character says that one of them says it to the other. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, I believe and so, it like, was she, I believe it was Nebula, I want to say, because she was the one that felt kind of ostracized by Gamora yeah, in the beginning of, Guard, of Guardians. But, but, but I think I think it's clear that like that that they do have love for each other, even like that Guardians 2 established that they had that they have had love for each other since before Guardians right. 1. So I think Nebula coming in and saying, hey, look, I want to stop Thanos. You want to stop Thanos. I'm your sister. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I, th- I think it's, it's, I think it's just really that simple. You know, yeah, she, was, she yeah. was already planning to do it and Nebula knows she was planning to do it because, you know, she's nine years older. Yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, and, and of course, uh, there is one more stone that needs to be retrieved, but again, like I said, I will hold that discussion, um, for a moment here. So, uh, press pause on this, uh, discussion because we will get back to it. Because uh, my because it brings me right to my next point here. Because they are able to retrieve all the stones, and at this point, um, Tony Stark um, creates another copy of the Gauntlet. Basically, like it's a basically a Red Hand version of the Gauntlet. Because you know Iron Man, of course. Um, and there's some debate amongst the group as to like who will snap their fingers on it, and it's decided that Professor Hulk will do it because you know because he's the strongest, right? But I thought this was an interesting thing here, because just like in the last Avengers movie, it goes to show how powerful these stones are that Thanos is holding, because even the Hulk is struggling to make the snap happen. But he does eventually make it happen, which in the process causes Avengers upstate New York's headquarters to get destroyed. But I guess that's cost of doing business, right? I think that's another thing that uh, that you might have misinterpreted. Uh the snap didn't uh, the, the second snap didn't cause that because it the snap happens and everything is fine the it's destroyed by uh Thanos coming back forward in time or yeah Thanos true. comes back forward yeah, in time and shoots it yeah that's true yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so so that that uh uh 24 cuz because uh because uh, you also didn't didn't mention this in here 2014 nebula takes the place of 2023 nebula right and uh and goes back to the future uh Marty um goes back <laughs> to the future with the avengers uh 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 in disguise and brings thanos and 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 his army back and and he destroys uh the the, the campus the hq um, yeah I, yeah i i also think I, i'm not sure about this um but uh but i do and 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 it, it it also is to the point we're about to talk about but i think because he says that he tried to reverse the thing that that we're avoiding talking about right now and i think that might be part of also why it was so difficult because he was trying to reverse that and the stones wouldn't allow him to and that's why it it was an extra challenge for him maybe not i, mm. I think i feel like that's implied um, but uh, but not explicitly said. Yeah, but I think that's, that's part of why. Hmm. But and, but but it did and maybe also. They, and maybe they left that vague on purpose 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think they did mm. leave it vague on purpose, but it did also, for what it's worth, if you you know go back to the beginning of the movie, Thanos' arm is pretty shriveled as well. So it yeah, does true. In, it it does hurt him. The, the snap didn't hurt him, but I think destroying the stones was such a powerful um, use of the stone that it did that. So I believe part of you know it might have uh, hurt um, Hulk anyway, but also part of it was um, him trying to use trying to use it to 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 do that reversal because it's it's such a powerful thing that he's trying to do that the stones won't allow mm-hmm. him to do when he's fighting them so yeah i think that's the implication but but i think it is open for interpretation for sure yeah fair enough and and like you mentioned it leads right into the final battle uh between what the remaining avengers at this point because not all of the not everyone has returned yet um so it's just the remaining avengers plus thanos and his children and once again, we get yeah, to so the famous because, because, battle scene. Because we do again. believe that, that you know, because they were, in the words of, uh, oh, actually, I do have this next to me. In the words of Eminem, they were snapped back to reality. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is, yeah, that was, that was, I will say, you were reaching for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't think I was. I don't they were <laughs> They were, in fact, there is no debate that they were snapped back to reality. No, that's uh, fair. That's fair. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But but yeah. So but you know they they haven't because because um, Hawkeye also gets a call from his wife right before the the uh, attack on on Avengers. Oh Power, right, on Avengers that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. so they 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 do at least Hawkeye knows that people have come back and and Ant Man was standing out there and saw that the the birds you know more birds and and the, and the trees and stuff. So I think they they you know they soft know that it worked. Um, but then, you know, the, the battle happens so quickly that they can't, you know, there's no time yeah. to... Well, because, yeah, because they have like a... Because they start to this battle sequence and it's like, it, it's a limited number of, of the Avengers at this point against Thanos and and his children. And of course, they're outnumbered, of course. Um, and it seems like Thanos is going to destroy them yet again. But like you mentioned, thanks to Doctor Strange's portals, all of our heroes that were snapped the first time um have been brought back and it leads to i would say probably the biggest battle sequence in film history and and i don't think there's any argument on that and we finally get to hear the famous words uttered by captain america avengers assemble which which is um which leads into probably the best battle in all of cinema history not only that uh but it turns out we find out that Captain America is was worthy of Thor's hammer after all. A callback all the way to Age of Ultron, which I thought yeah. was crazy. Yeah, yeah. and, and that, that that actually happens before the portals, which is cool because because you know it's this moment of because it's it's when they're fighting Thanos initially when they're fighting him, it's just the three of them, right? It's just yeah. the the, the, mm-hmm. the main trio, right? Um, uh, you know, to give you this this, uh, which is a very cool, right? Because because. The first time you see these three together, they're fighting each other, you know, back back in in Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um, And now you see the three of them all working together. I think that's the only really time we've seen only the three of them, right? Is is yeah. in the scene where they're fighting each other, and then this last time where they're where they're working together. Um, and then Thanos has, you know, pretty much defeated them all. They're down and out. Yeah, they're you outnumbered. Know, to down. be fair, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Sure. I mean, even one v three, right? Thanos, you know, Thanos will win annihilated hulk you know yeah um so mm-hmm. like you know even a 1v3 like he's 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 you know he doesn't need his army to, to to take these guys down um uh and then you know while he's beating down on thor you see the hammer sh- the hammer you know start to to move and and 
fly to Captain, Captain America. America. Yep. And Thor, you know, I knew it. And it's such, it's a, it's like the pullback and like, it's such a, it's such a cool. It's moment. great. It's so, also, it's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> also, this is the first time we've actually hear them say Avengers and then assemble. In fact, yeah. um, I believe it was at the end of, yeah, it was at the end of Age of Ultron. He says, they do Avengers, yeah. and then it cuts off before they could say it. Well, fun fact for that, by the way, uh, uh, he doesn't, like, they, uh, Joss Whedon made sure he didn't say it. Like, he, you know, because you, you could do, you could have him say it and then cut. But he was like, don't say the word, because if you say the word, then either we'll get, you know, we might we might change our mind or we might get pressured in editing to, to add it back in. So he so he made sure they didn't say the word because yeah, so he, he says like, like, Avengers and then it cuts yeah. to credits right at that yeah, point. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, because, but so, you know, in plenty of scenarios like that, you would have him say a full, the full line because, you know, you're going to cut it. But I think it was like, we don't want to have even the opportunity to change our minds. We want it to be this way. So if you like watch like the bloopers, you'll see like he'll he'll go like Avengers. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> because, because he knows that part's getting cut. Oh, so. that's great. Yeah it's, very, yeah. it's very funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I there are two moments during the battle sequence that I want to talk about. The first one, of course, like that great line when they mentioned how they didn't have their time machine anymore, but they forgot about the one inside the old car. To which the the famous you know da 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 yeah, yeah. So I talked a little. I, I, you know, I, I mentioned it a little bit in in our Infinity War episode. I think that's why you dropped it in the in the outline here. Um, you know, I I am all for women power and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and 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 I think the scene in Infinity War is really great because it's so it's so like it is. Okoye is fighting along with. Um, um, uh, uh, Wanda and uh, or or, or so no no, no. It, it's it's not I think it's it's just I think it's just Okoye is fighting the um the daughter of Thanos I don't remember again I don't remember her name um but um uh and she's you know she's like you're gonna die here alone and then Black Widow comes and says she's not alone and you know starts fighting and then Wanda comes in and and so you have these you know the uh, i think there's only just the three women in that fight but sure. they're all they're all having the fight against her and it's it's this nice organic moment of these you know these powerful women coming together mm-hmm. i think i i would have been happy to see a scene like that in this movie it would have been a great scene but this feel this specific scene felt very ham-fisted and plastered on and just like we're just going to take all the women and put them together and it's like these women yeah. don't, none of them know each other um, like, you know, some of them know each other, but like uh, um, uh, Wasp, Hope Van Dyne, right? Ant-Man's girlfriend, um, she doesn't know any of these people. Gamora doesn't know any of these people. Like, why are they just like walking into this scene? You know, like it doesn't really. And like, why are just like, like, did they like get on a text chain to be like, hey, all the women come together at once. Right. Like, and and they and you have this like, you know, like walking towards the camera moment, you know, that this, this mm-hmm. what is generally, you know, supposed to be like a, like a cool moment type thing. It's just like, a, yeah, I, you know, I get that when the Avengers do it or when the guardians do it, but why are these, you know, nine disparate women? Yeah. Well, and here's, yeah, because, cause I think here's the, here's the important part about this line, because 
after I watched Endgame, I listened to the uh, Court Killer spoiler time where they talked about this. And I think what the key thing about this is that um, is what actual what 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 women actually thought of this uh, <laughs> thought of this scene. And and Brian mentioned that Bonnie did not like it at all. And I it's think pandering. that's what and I think that's what's telling about it. Yeah. And there's the thing, right? And, 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 yeah, I have a lot of women friends who 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 have said the same thing. And and some some have said other things, right? And and, and that's my thing, right? Is is I I am fully on in support of representation in media. I'm fully in support of female representation. All of that stuff is sure. is important and and I and I think it's and and it's good and I think it should happen. I just think you should do it well. And I think this was not well. Yeah, and that, this was not good. You know? Yeah. Personally, I thought it was all right, but but you know, it, it it's fine. It's, it, that's just yeah. me. It just, it, just, it just it just felt pandery, like sure. you know, like like uh, what if you like would you, you know they wouldn't do the same thing with like hey here's all the black heroes you know like here's Black Panther and War Machine and and right. uh, Falcon mm-hmm. and um I don't remember if they're anymore at the time, but like here's the, all three of them just walking towards the camera. Like it just feels like. Yeah, you're, you're you're trying to do this and you're not doing it well. Yeah, and it was it, definitely more natural in Infinity War for it sure. Was, it was so, and it was great in Infinity War, right? And then mm-hmm. you had that moment of these women supporting each other, working together. Whereas in, in this, is like, yeah, here they are. Just they just decided to randomly come together for no reason. And just like it just it yeah. just doesn't work. And and again, like I said, it it just feels like it, it it feels like it's a step back because it's like, why are they together just because they're women? Like that's not a reason for them. To yeah. Be together in this yeah. Moment. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're not doing it. They're, they're not doing it for the reasons they think they're doing it for. And that's the thing. Yeah. There would have been a way to do it organically. Just, just even if they were all fighting separately and they happened to be near each other. And then at the end of the fight, it turned out, Oh, all the women are next to each other. Right. I think that would have been fine. You know, it's like, Oh, Hey, yeah, and then but they, they, but have they that, went like, out of their moment. way to bring them together. They went out of their way right. to like stop. Like stop everything and hey, here's all the women. Like hey, right. isn't it cool? and and also like kind of um kind of a bad look when you've only had one movie with a f- woman lead uh, and only two movies with a woman in the title and the and also the first uh, woman hero in your universe um, is not in this scene for reasons that obviously make sense, but she's not there. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just like it, it just it feels. And she also had all she also never got her own movie. So it just feels like, hey, isn't it cool that we have all these women heroes? Yeah, we know we didn't do anything with them ever, but isn't it cool that they're there? Yeah. To be fair, I think Marvel is trying to address that with uh, with all of its more sure. recent stuff. But, but at the are. time, they yeah. are, and, I th- and I think they're doing a great job. But like at the time, it feels like you're patting yourselves on the back for not for something doing a great you didn't job. do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. For sure. Okay. You know, no, and, you, you, and that's you, you and do I that think that same shot now with with uh, with uh, Kate Bishop and and uh, Yelena Belova and and Kamala Khan, and it's like, yeah, that could work. You know, like, yeah, these are, sure. These are mm-hmm. People who who actually you have given uh, uh, a good amount of of you know development to, and, and, and yeah, a lot of screen time. Yeah, show. like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so, yeah, like one of them's Pepper Potts, who like who has worn the armor for like for you saw her in armor for the first time 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. And like, also the fact that like, yeah, it, 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 almost, it, it was almost weird too, because she doesn't really do anything. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, for what, for what it's worth rescue in the comics doesn't 
doesn't have like attack power. She's she is all about helping and yeah, and just like, support. That's okay. why she's rescue. Like she's, right, she's, she's support. She she's yeah. She's like a, she's a, a a cleric or a bard. You know, she's she's a healer. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, she had a little bit more than that, but like yeah. That, but but so yeah. It's like hey, isn't it great we have all these women heroes? Also, one of them we introduced literally ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. So and of course it leads to the final uh, moment, the culmination of everything here. Thanos is able to steal the red gauntlet. Uh, yeah, and once again, he's getting ready to do the famous snap. And he says that famous line, I am inevitable. But when he snaps this time, he has some, we'll call it performance issues. <laughs> and nothing happens. But it turns out that Iron Man had stolen all the Infinity Stones and has a second gauntlet of his own. And when he snaps, it sends all of the Thanos characters to dust. But unfortunately, the snap was too powerful for Iron Man to handle, and his blue power source turns off, and he tragically dies at the end. Yeah, so um, uh, this is, I mean, it, it's obviously, you know, a powerful moment, and it's, it's one of those, you know, a lot of us came into to this movie knowing and expecting that, uh, you know, we, we knew what the contracts looked like. We knew what some of these actors were, were talking about, how, you know, they, nobody said that they were going to die. Nobody said that this was their last movie or whatever, but it was expected that um, some of these stars would be, would be departing, um, uh, departing this, this, this franchise. And, uh, you know, with, uh, I think the moment with Tony is, is first of all, a big thing is, yeah, it's kind of a meme uh, 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 with a, a certain TikToker I follow. But mm. uh, t- a big thing that Tony does, he, he always learns from his mistakes, right? He never makes the same mistake twice. Right. If you go back and watch any Iron Man appearance, you see him do something wrong. The next time anything like this, next time the same scenario comes up, it doesn't happen again. Right. And, like it starts with him, you know, the, the, the um, armor getting iced and then the armor doesn't, and he, yeah, the armor doesn't get iced like, anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime he makes a mistake, he makes sure it's never going to happen again. So in this case, he um he might have even preempted the mistake. Um but it was I, I, it was the nanotech. I don't think he had another gauntlet. It was just the nanotech in his suit was like I mean, you know, we can steal the the stones and then snap it. And yeah, obviously too powerful for human to handle and and there goes, you know, and, and Tony dies. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 you do have this moment where where the characters closest to him, you know, um, war machine and uh, and pepper and uh and spider-man um you know say say goodbye to him on his on his deathbed uh and he also has this this really great moment where you know because he, he says i'm an uh, Thanos says i'm inevitable he says and i am iron man and that's um, his and, those are uh, his last words yeah those are his last words and th- and that was um production wise that was like a very late like that was in reshoots they they didn't have a line there they didn't know what to do and i yeah. think it was like uh like a cameraman or something like somebody like said or i think maybe like an editor or something was like what if he said i'm iron man he's like all right let's shoot that and they shot him and he's like yeah i think this works <laughs> but like there was, yeah. there was a moment that he was silent there was a moment that he was like and you're a douchebag like stuff like that like you know they, they had a bunch of different versions of it and they went with that and i think it really it really yeah. works like especially you know you know he brought us into this universe and now we get to see him come out of it and that, yeah that well and 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 um and uh before and we'll get back to iron man in a second but i remember i mentioned we were going to mention one last stone that needed to be collected well i saved it for this point because i wanted to tie these two together for this very reason because yeah. like we mentioned in infinity war in order to get the soul stone 
Thanos originally had to sacrifice someone um, that he loved in order to get it, which was um, Gamora at the time, right? And now, and now that Black Widow and Hawkeye need to get the stone, that was a super powerful moment and a gut-wrenching scene. Like, talk about just a powerful scene where uh, both Hawkeye and Black Widow are wanting to sacrifice themselves to get the stone. And ultimately, Black Widow is the one who sacrifices herself, and she dies as a result, too. Um, however, I will make the caveat that Gamora died as well, and she's back. So, who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it, obviously, that's timeline shenanigans, and, and, and obviously, you know, with... Uh... With timelines, you can do whatever, right? Tony can come mm-hmm. back, and 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 Nat can come back, and all that. And I, I think they probably don't want to do those. They like they, they, you know, people have speculated that those kinds of things might happen, um, uh, uh, in, especially in one like you know one of these these next two Avengers movies, um, uh, especially especially as you know the Phase Four and Five and Six have have um are the multiverse saga, um, mm-hmm. so you know you, you you can kind of do that, but it does feel like a little bit of a cop out, um, for, for yeah. that. Like, no, bit, yeah, I can yeah. kind of, I can kind of buy like a one time, like, hey, this Tony Stark came and, and you're never going to see another Tony Stark again. But it just like, it feels like, yeah, but then you can just go back and get another Tony Stark anytime, right? Like, yeah, well, why, why are we not doing that? So they, they might though, they might, who knows? But, um, but as far as, uh, um, the Hawkeye Black Widow sacrifice, I, 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 <laughs> I do get <laughs> from Hawkeye's perspective, like, why he would sacrifice himself and, and and all this stuff but like black widow's right if they succeed his family comes back and then they're like oh by the way your your dad died <laughs> like you know she she has kind of no one she, you know, a, a, a bit of a, a family but like yeah it's like like you know, the only thing black widow really has is this weird relationship with hulk Kind of, except that kind of <laughs> fell apart as we talked about in Age of Ultron. Which That's is... true, yeah, and, and and they don't rekindle it in this movie. Yeah, right? they specifically don't re like you know they. I and just that relationship was had... just so weird. I'm sorry, that was, was just so it was weird. weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it it has led to a gift that I just can't stop thinking about anytime it comes up though. So yeah, um... <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so Iron Man and Black Widow unfortunately are the two casualties of this film, and the movie ends with the funeral service for Iron Man, and I it was I thought it was a nice touch that the original proof that Tony has a heart capsule from the very first Iron Man is sent off on the water with uh, in this like grief or whatever. And apparently when they were filming this scene, even the actors didn't know what they were sad about. The director just said, act sad. And that's all they think, had. Yeah. I think some of them didn't, some of them didn't like, I think, you yeah. know, I, I, I think, um, like uh, uh, the 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 core Avengers knew, and uh, like Doctor uh, um, Benedict Cumberbatch plays Doctor Strange knew, and and uh, I would Tom Holland is terrible with spoilers, but I think he probably knew uh, as well, just considering <laughs> that that uh, that character relationship. But uh, yeah, on set, like th- this was officially the scene was called Tony's wedding. It was the wedding scene uh, because that's why they're all in suits, stuff like that. And I, I believe, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was on set as like a, a bit of a, a red herring there as well. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it is one of those like, you know, especially, you know, when you have all of these actors, you know, these, these like this and some of them like legends, right. You have mm-hmm. Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer from the Ant-Man movies. You have, 
you know, all of the Guardians, which is, you know, a, a, a big group. You have, um, you know, like all of these characters from all these different movies and then Sam Jackson as well, you know. Yeah, um, and then Br- and Brie Larson, yeah. Brie Larson, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you, 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 you know, there's, there's a lot. And, and, and um, did you watch Iron Man 3? I forget. I watched the last 10 minutes of it, but that was it. Okay. Um, and yeah, so, and, and I, and I assume it, it was just those last 10 minutes just to see that, that like surgery scene that Tony Stark goes the sur- through. At the the end. surgery. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I really like Iron Man 3, but I, but I told yeah, but, uh, the, uh, the, but the kid from Iron Man 3 has got kind of a, a big role in Iron Man 3, but he's in that last 10 minutes where, where Tony gives him the stuff. He's also in that scene, which, um, which is a nice little, uh, uh, throwback i believe the intention was to have him have a bigger role in the mcu and then they got spider-man and they kind of gave him that role mm, um I, okay I, think, I don't know that, that's a speculation but but uh but it's cool that they were that they brought him back because he did have that connection with uh with uh, tony in that uh that in iron man 3 so for I, sure it, it was it was it was cool to see him and 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 stuff like that but yeah but i think uh i'm sure for like you know they can just tell michelle pfeiffer and michael douglas hey act sad we don't we're not gonna tell you what's happening here because well and and presumably because the scene was called tony's wedding apparently they shot multiple alternative scenes for this too like they shot multiple alternative scenes for this apparently there were definitely a lot of like they definitely gave a lot of fake scripts to actors and stuff like that too this this movie was lock and key like no it it was was yeah no one was getting any information out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but and the, and then so after the funeral happens, there's two final moments that sort of set the stage for um for next movies. And honestly, it's weird that they kept the, that they put these in before the credits because these almost seemed like mid credit and end credit scenes almost. But um but Thor joins the Guardians and abdicates the throne to Valkyrie, of course, which was a, a incredible moment. And then of course the big moment where Captain America goes through the quantum time travel device one more time, but he spends a little longer time in there and comes out the other side as a very old Joe man. Biden. Yeah, yeah, it's Joe Biden. Yeah, someone literally made that joke during the watch party. Yeah, too. no, it's, it's yeah, yeah. The, the people who were making that joke for four years. <laughs> yeah, true. But but he comes out the other side as a very old man. And presumably, I have to imagine what age he's actually supposed to be in modern times. Because if you recall, remember he was in a sleep for seventy years. So so he's yeah, not yeah. Captain R- America R- is not supposed, supposed to be. Yeah. To be, yeah Stephen Rogers is not supposed to be that age. And so he's he's a very old man now. But we and we find out that there was a good reason for Captain America to stay in there because he finally was able to give that dance. He promised Agent Carter all the way back in Captain America, the first adventure. And I got to admit, I I don't cry often, but I was close to letting out some tears in that moment. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I cry all the time. I think I cried like probably six times the first time I watched this movie. Um, I uh, yeah, it's it's a really nice and sweet little moment, and uh, and you know it's it is in the um no that's slack um and the uh, the moment that he talks to um you know he he gives the shield to Sam and says you know you're Captain America now um and uh, and. Sam asks, you know, Sam sees the ring on his finger because he married Peggy and uh, and asks like, um, uh, or I don't know if she's, but anyway, he's like, like, what's her name? Like, Can I ask about her? And he's like, will you tell me about her or whatever? And he says, no, I don't think I will. And that's it. And he's like, he, <laughs> well, you, he's you like, know why he did? Because uh, um, because they banged a ton. 
<laughs> and that's why he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, pe- people like point out like, like there's kind of a timeline hole here because it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense for that to be yeah. true, like for him to have been in the regular timeline, because that's not how the time the, the time travel was established in the earlier in the movie, um, unless he like time traveled, spent 70 years there and then traveled back and then traveled to, back again and somehow but, but, was but able to. But then he didn't come back to the, to the same platform, so that doesn't, it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. It doesn't need to make sense. Yeah, it's, honestly, it's, at that point, it doesn't matter. We've already reached the I, end yeah, at that I, point. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter. Like, I, I, I get it. I understand it. You know, like, like, it's a plot hole, but, like, it doesn't need to make sense. It's, it's yeah. storytelling. Like, like you, can, you, can, you can bend these rules for, for a good story, and, and yeah. that's, I think, a, a, a good story. And, 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 they, and it gives you a nice send-off to these, these three characters, right? To Tony, to Natasha and to Steve and like, you know, and, and you get to have a send off to Steve without having to kill all three of these characters. He's still alive. Right. He's just, he just has to retire because he's old Captain America now. And you get to pass that mantle to Sam. And, uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's, and of it's, course, uh, and that's how Falcon and the winter soldier becomes a thing as well. Right. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I think I, so that, I think that, uh, is all that needs to be said about Endgame, And so it means that, we did it. We made it. I'm I'm now also, here. Also, I get his family back. Very important. He goes he goes through a lot of bad stuff. Oh yeah, that it is true too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did mention that earlier. To be fair, but yes, that is very true. No, no, yes. I know. I know. I know. But yeah, <laughs> he's like I just want to just want to shout out to my boy Hawkeye. He gets his family <laughs> back. That's all he wants, man. It's yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we made it. We're uh, we're uh, I, I'm. It's now time for me to go see Guardians three in theaters now. Last thing, because 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 you did mention that that these kind of felt like post credits and end credit scenes to you. I get what you're saying. I don't think they felt as much like them, and I think part of it too was they didn't want to do them. I think there was like, here's the end. We're done. We're done. Right? Yeah. Like and you the have these end. really, yeah. yeah. And you have and you have these really great credits. First of all, the picture you, you have credits for every person who who ever had a main role in the in the MCU, mm-hmm. which, is, which is very cool. And they have um, clips and, to all the old movies in there. The, the credits, the movies, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and the final and the final audio cue was in this movie, um, which uh, which we didn't. Oh, who's in this movie? Sorry, Robert Redford, uh, back from Winter Soldier. Like he, uh, that that was unexpected. Robert Redford had retired from acting like a year prior to this, um, and it was like, oh wow, yeah. (laughs) Like, and obviously, I think they, you know, they shot this movie around before, yeah, before just before he retired, probably, yeah. But uh, but uh, you know, like it was. Total shock that he was there, um, but uh, but yeah, and then the, the final, the original six Avengers and their signatures, like such a yeah, such and a cool and when the credits kind of are film. ending, the final audio cue is um, Tony Stark banging and get, putting together the yeah. first Iron Man first outfit. Iron Man it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's it is, yeah, it, we'll, we'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about it in ratings, but it, it's yeah, no, absolutely, place. yeah. And so now I'm just left with this question because now it's time for Guardians Three. So where do we go from here now? I'm try- uh, because I know you. Uh, spoiler alert: You've already seen Guardians Three, so you yeah, already yeah. know what happens. I have not yet. I'm going to be going. I'm going to see it uh, this weekend. Um, and so now that we're here, um, I have to wonder um, what happens now because. We mentioned in Infinity War that uh, Thor Love and Thunder was supposed to come out after Guardians 3. Um, so that, that it kind of got messed up in the timeline because of that. 
Um, and also, um, there is a big reveal in the Guardians Holiday Special. I'm not going to say it because we are going. We're going to do a Cinemavention shorts with uh, Dolan talking about the Holiday Special. But what I will say is that there is a big reveal that happens in the Holiday Special. So, and you know what that reveal is, Naim. Yeah. But without spoiling it, I'm going to say um, that it makes it very interesting because I will give a spoiler that um, Gamora is not in the holiday special, which I think is interesting that she's not in the holiday special. Well, I think I think it, it makes sense, right? Because she at the end of this movie, she leaves and she's yeah. not with the Guardians. And, and you even see Peter uh quill looking at like a hollow screen like of her like you know trying to track her down or whatever so yeah and um and at presumably because like she's already been uh, like she's in the cast for guardians 3 so i have to assume that at the very very least she's at least making a cameo appearance my suspicion is that she's probably yeah but she yeah my suspicion is that she's in the movie proper and so now that the whole timeline has been messed up it's going to be interesting to see like what version of Gamora is in this movie. And I don't well, know. She, 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 I mean, I, I don't think it's, it's, uh, uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that it's, 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 it is the 2014 Gamora who came back from the past to the present. The, the, okay. The, the so, 2018 Gamora who died in infinity war is dead. So it is, it is that version of Gamora from, you know, from yeah. before Guardians one, but she has now spent a couple, you know, like a year or two in the the present day, um, you know, doing whatever she has been doing, which I won't I won't say obviously, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's going to be interesting because, of course, because uh, Peter tries to get close to Gamora and and she's like, "Do not touch me." And basically, it harkens back to the way she was to Peter yeah. in Guardians one. In the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, literally a callback to Guardians one in that regard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I guess at that point, it's just a matter of our Gamora and um, Peter Quill going to rekindle that relationship that they had before. And I get, and that, I guess that remains to be seen. I think they personally will because it's the end of the Guardians franchise as we know it, quote unquote. I personally think they're going to come back. But I don't know. Like it could go either way, honestly. So we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see when I go. <laughs> I'll have to see when I go see Guardians. I guess I'll, yeah. I'll find out. I, I I don't watch trailers, um, and, and obviously I've seen the movie, but I will try to say a little bit of what I was expecting going into the movie. So I I, I try to have no expectations going into any movie like this, like a Marvel movie, Star Wars movie, and and, and th- things that I'm excited to see because, uh, and, and you know it, it's it's you know. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with like Jeff Kanata and, 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 and his trailer policy. And essentially yep, yep. for me, it is, it, I think Kanata doesn't watch any trailers um, at all. For me, yeah. it is, if I already know I'm going to see a movie, like uh, the point of a trailer is to sell you on a movie, to, to sell you on going to see this movie in the theater. If yeah. I already know I'm going to see a movie in the theater, especially if I already know I'm going to see it opening day, opening weekend, then the trailer is going to do nothing for me except for show me things in the movie that I would rather have just seen in the movie, you know? Um, so like, yeah, it's like, like, um, a friend of mine, I, I mentioned it with when the Barbie trailer came out in a, in a group chat and a friend of mine was like, like, you know, why are you voting the Barbie trailer? Like he kind of understood for like Marvel and star Wars, but he was confused by the Barbie one. I'm, and I, so I explained like, it's not that I'm worried about being spoiled on the Barbie movie. It's just like everything 
there's no like there's no chance that I would rather have seen a scene in a trailer than in the theater, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the scene was shot most most scenes with with rare exceptions um are shot for the movie and and you are and you are expected to see them in the context of the movie, you know. And I have a I have a one of, I have a very good friend who edits trailers, who edits a professional movie trailer editor. Mm-hmm. Um um and and i think he also kind of agrees with me um on on this um but uh yeah for 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 me in any scenario there's just there's no reason to watch a trailer for a movie i know i'm gonna see opening weekend or opening week um because all it's gonna do is show me something and and the the last marvel trailer i watched was actually thor ragnarok because Mm -hmm. i didn't like the first two thor movies and i thought i wasn't you know i was like maybe i won't see thor ragnarok i guess i'll watch the trailer because that's what i'll do if if i don't know if i'm gonna watch a movie or not then i'll watch the trailer cool perfect that's that's what the point of the trailer is right right. and uh and the ragnarok trailer trailers had like the uh the moment that hulk comes in and i so wish i didn't know right i it would have been so much like what an experience it would have been to not know that hulk was in that movie yeah because i because i didn't know that going into it and i was like i was like what the hulk is back like yeah Yeah. and i wish i could have had that experience i know yeah it would have been such an incredible experience especially in the theater like it would have been such an incredible experience but on the other hand, for that specific movie, I probably wouldn't have seen that movie right away if I didn't know Hulk was in it. Because Hulk was in it, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll check out this movie. It seems like, you know, the trailer The trailer sold me on it. So it's, you know, it's a double-edged sword there. Um, sure. But, uh, but that was the last Marvel trailer I watched. Because after that, I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm good. Now I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, they have carte blanche. And, you know, there's been some movies that, that were less good than others that I'm like, yeah, maybe I could have, you know watched uh watched the the trailer for that but uh but for the most part that's why i don't so so for guardians 3 um my expectations going in i had very little expectations because i don't you know i did see some some um buzz around it people saying it was a great movie the best uh you know one of the one of the best mcu movies best best since uh uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, I think, was 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 something I got tossed around. Best Ooh, since okay. Endgame was something I saw I get tossed around. Um, so I was like, so I kind of had high hopes going into it. I also did see some, you know, some stuff about Rocket, not anything about his character, but uh, but I think like James Gunn talked about how like it's it's you know that it kind of cements you know a, a big part of like Rocket's development and 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 yeah, I do remember hearing that too. Yeah, apparently Rocket's yeah, yeah, storyline so. is going to be. Uh, explained a lot in this movie so yeah 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 um and uh but otherwise there was nothing i was specifically expecting or going and expecting uh, adam warlock and he was going to be in it but i wasn't really i don't i'm not super familiar with the character from the comics so i didn't like have any pre-existing expectations for that sure. um uh but i did know you know like there were actors coming in like chukwudu yuji um uh as uh as a character in this movie um, who I was like, okay, like that's exciting. He's he was really good in you know Peacemaker. So like, um, yeah, I, I was I was definitely expecting it to be good because of the buzz around it, and because James Gunn is just I mean he's a great director, right? Like he's he's yeah, very yeah. good. And, yeah, and, and it's his and, last big hurrah at Marvel before he goes to DC, and yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, and uh, and also you know because he had a clear and consistent vision for these characters for this franchise, you know, and and Guardians is so kind of removed from the rest of the MCU. Obviously, there is a you know a little bit of tie-in with the Power Stone and with Thanos in Guardians One, sure, and um, uh, you know, chunks of Rocket's story. Um, uh, and, uh, and Quill's and Gamora's story, um, are, are told in Infinity War and Endgame. Um, but 
other than those tie-ins and and the Infinity War and Game stuff is huge, right? And that's that's why you have watched these movies because you would have I mean, you would be lost yeah. <laughs> without these movies watching Guardians 3, which yeah. is, a, again, I, yeah, again, a, again, a, again, yeah. again, again, big I get problem the of the MCU again. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, it is, uh, I was excited to see the conclusion to the trilogy and, and Guardians is the closest thing to a true trilogy there is in the mcu because yeah you know every, mm-hmm. everything else is here is a moment right like like here but like you need to have a lot of other context for that and it's and it's you know disparate stories there's three movies but it's not like a trilogy it's not like one story being told over three movies it is here's three movies that start the same character Right. It's not quite the same thing, right? Uh, whereas the Guardian story is being told, for, you know, you you see this specific story being told from one through three and including, you know, obviously bits of Infinity War and Endgame. And, uh, and so I was excited to see that. And um, I was not disappointed is what I will say. I, again, I don't want to give too too much i don't want to say yep. too too much yep. but, uh, yep. but i did enjoy yep. which, I, which I appreciate which me and the audience <laughs> who hasn't seen it yet appreciate yeah. thank you yeah. <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed my experience watching garden right on no i that that makes me even more excited then because uh because yeah no i i I, I still think that Guardians is still my favorite MCU sort of franchise, and I'm 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 actually disappointed that this is going to be uh, the end of this uh, storyline for them. Um, like I said, it, it may like they've said this is this is the end of the Guardians as we know them. So could we right. have another version of the Guardians that sort of splits off from this? Maybe, but as but as we know the Guardians now. That their time, their story is coming to an end with this movie, and um, and I'm a, and I am a little sad by that, but I am at the same time very excited to see where they take Guardians three, and I look forward to seeing it this weekend. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. So, uh, with all of that said, uh, let's give our final ratings for uh, Endgame, and let's wrap this up. Uh, Naim, what do you think? Absolute thumbs up, no question. I did yep. say in the previous episode that uh, that I think Infinity War is a better movie. Um, uh, just like you know, there there are moments in this that that are like okay, you know, a, a little bit draggy, and obviously that last hour, you know, the big fight in the last hour, <laughs> pretty much of the movie is like like you said, unparalleled, incredible. You know, the 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 one of the greatest spectacles uh, in film. Um, and that's great, and and, and I adore it, and 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 it's a great movie, and I have it at number nine. Um, uh, uh, like I said, I have Infinity War at number six, and I have Endgame at number nine, so it's still a top ten MCU movie for me. Sure. I also, I'm, for what it's worth, I have Ant Man at seven. Oh, sorry, I have Iron Man at seven and Ant Man at eight. Um, I really, really hmm. enjoy um, you know these these nice contained movies. Um, but but I do have a bunch of these less con- like. I think Civil, I think uh, Winter Soldier, which I have at two, is pretty contained. Ragnarok, which I have at one, is pretty contained. Homecoming, which I have at four, is pretty contained. Black Panther at five is pretty contained. Iron Man at seven is pretty contained. Ant-Man at eight is pretty contained. And Shang-Chi at 10 is pretty contained. So I like these contained stories a lot. But I do still have Infinity War and Endgame and Spider-Man No Way Home, which are definitely not contained. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's a mix of them. But but I, I really like contained solo movies. So, uh, yeah. but, um, but as far as Endgame goes, 
it was it was fantastic and a a perfect end to i mean arguably a perfect end to this universe right yeah um obviously the universe did continue past this um but definitely a perfect end to these stories and arguably like you know and a lot of people did a lot of people like yeah. when they watched the end game, they're like i don't need to watch anything else my the story's concluded you know and and yeah. I, and well and and, and i and, I and i know there's one more spider-man movie technically after this that's in phase yes. three but yeah, far from was but, also if you don't, but if you don't count that last spider-man movie i think this is um this this was like the end that phase three needed like this was right. the this is the great ending that phase three needed yeah yeah so. and far from home is only there because of sony like it's just because sony yeah. distributes spider-man movies and sony was like we're gonna put a spider-man movie at this point and they're like marvel's like okay well i guess we gotta make that work so it acts as a bit of a coda to phase three sure um, but you know really you know end game is really the ending of phase three truly and, and we all know it but it's like but you know it, it's nice to have far from home which is which is a perfectly fun movie and it, and it acts as a bit of a coda like as a bit as a bit of a like epilogue to phase three so you, yeah, you have sure you, you know which which works i suppose and you yeah know, and, but, and, uh, and 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 the start of phase four technically is uh what what is the start of phase four technically um it's the uh <laughs> Yeah. it's that one it it's is. that one movie isn't it <laughs> the, the no one. it's wandavision technically oh wandavision um, okay technically the start of phase four is wandavision and then falcon and the winter soldier but it was supposed to be black widow um but then covid happened right. so COVID black widow back and so wandavision and actually it was supposed to be wandavision then falcon and winter soldier i'm sorry it's supposed to be uh black widow then falcon and winter soldier then wandavision and it became flip oh. wandavision then falcon and winter soldier and then black widow interesting yeah and um and that and that's in yeah. phase four I, I guardians three is technically in phase four as well guardians three is in phase five the first oh, movie of phase, phase five. five is ant-man three and then the second movie is guardians three the last movie of phase four is black panther oh uh a black panther wakanda, wakanda forever. forever yeah which is interesting because that one already came out already before uh guardians did so uh, yeah no covid definitely no, messed so, so, up so, the timeline it sounds like yeah, yeah. So, 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 Black Panther's the last. I, I mean, I think, I think it was. I think actually, the thing that messed Gar, uh, Black Panther up was uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away because I believe Black Panther Two was supposed to come out even sooner than that, and then obviously Chadwick oh, passed yeah, away, and sure. suddenly they had to rewrite the entire, you know, yeah, idea fair enough, everything yeah. about it. So, so yeah, it, a lot of things uh, messed up the MCU, um, and uh, you know, yeah. So we're it, currently in Phase Five right now, and Phase Six is in development right now. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, interesting. But well, yeah, and, all of that actually, to say, Phase Six is is kind of in development because there's a writer strike happening. <laughs> yeah, there the, there's that too. So yeah, to add even more complexity to that. So. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, I, I I'll I'll just very quickly give my final rating as well. Thumbs up from me all the way absolutely incredible movie i enjoyed it so much like like i met, like i said it's the culmination of everything up until this point and it was a great way to wrap up this this story arc and i gotta tell you i think endgame is slightly superior for me just because like that uh, that emotional tug that i had where i was genuinely sad that iron man and black widow are now dead like that was that was that tugged on the heartstrings for me so I think yeah. that puts Endgame a little higher up in my personal list, but uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, what a way I, to I, end I, the yeah, story. No, no, they're they're both really great. I think I just think I think Infinity War has the edge of like I think it's just a better movie, but sure. Endgame Endgame 
is such a great conclusion to the story. But like, you know, on their own merits as a film, I think Infinity was a little bit better, but they're, but they're both so great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and they're kind of, they're kind of one movie, right? It's kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, really. They really should be one movie, but yeah. And they were were kind of filmed, you know, they were filmed back to back. They weren't filmed. um, Yeah, they're filmed back to back. But like, and like I said in the, in the, uh, the previous episode, initially it was supposed to be, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and then Infinity War Part 1 and 2, and then it was Infinity War, and they didn't announce the name of Endgame for a while, and uh, and people were speculating, because um, that's a line that uh, um, Doctor Strange says. Yeah, the well, and it's now. been multiple, and it's been said at least twice so from uh, from two different movies, we're in the Endgame now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and so people were kind of speculating, maybe we'll call it Endgame. And, 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 uh, I think, uh, Marvel said like, it's not a line from, it's not going to be from a line from Infinity War. And then they lied. And then they lied. <laughs> <'Cause it Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. fair enough. All right. Well, what a way to end this, uh, this watch through of Marvel movies. And, uh, I can't, hours. <laughs> yeah, I know this is a mega episode. It's yeah. It's a three hour movie. What are you going to do? <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, I know. I, well, and here's my, I always say that my rule is, is that the podcast episode is shorter than the movie and it is technically yeah. shorter than the movie. So we could have done that. We could, listen, we can go back and do another half hour on Infinity War if you want. We can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. No, but, uh, Anaim, thank you so much for joining me for this, uh, for this mega large episode today. Uh, yeah. tell the folks where they can find your work again. Um, they can find me uh lying in a ditch after. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. No, 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 not not because you murdered me. Because I am truly exhausted. <laughs> we did. Uh, I'm 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 glad to have uh, have gone on this journey with you, Willie. But <laughs> but you can find me uh, at uh, I have a podcast about baseball, uh, Rain Delay Radio. You can find that wherever podcasts are found. I have a podcast that's ostensibly about media takes. I've only done two episodes. It's a very, um, um, it's an irregular podcast uh, that is called Today's Topic. You can find that wherever podcasts are found. Just look up Today's Topic. Has my name, Naim Siddiqui, on it. Um, it's probably the most recent podcast with the name Today's Topic. Um, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Kuhan. I'm still on Twitter and I'm going to be there until Elon Musk pries it from my cold dead hands. And uh, <laughs> TikTok.com, uh, TikTok, my TikTok is Kuhan Luke, K-U-H-A-N-L-U-K-E. Um, that is, uh, that is, I, I go there and sometimes we'll do short form uh, uh, media takes. Mm-hmm. Not super duper often, but I, but I try to try to do them when I do. I am, 37 followers away from a thousand so if you uh if you oh right on have, yeah yeah um, if, if you're not following me on tiktok and you have a tiktok please please give me a follow and and tell a friend because i absolutely yeah yeah absolutely go go do it go follow him right now on tiktok i, actually, I had a couple of I had, a, I had an mcu tiktok go viral uh, a few months ago i forgot to mention this last time too but i uh, um about uh <laughs> about Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner um was in both um Mission Impossible and Avengers, like two big franchises, and they both had movies that came out in 2018, and he wasn't in either one of them because Avengers had him booked up um because they they you know weren't revealing whether they using him or not and once they told mission impossible that that mission impossible could use him they had already started filming and they couldn't put him back in the movie Ooh. so suddenly he couldn't be in either movies so they went and did tag 
Um, but yeah. I did a, I'm sure he, go, I'm sure he still got paid handsomely though. So <laughs> oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you go back on my TikTok, you, you can find that video of, of me talking about that. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> right on, man. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Uh, so yeah, uh, Kuan Luke on TikTok. Of course, Kuan I do. Luke on- yeah, of course, I do a watch party for each of the movies that we cover on this show. The URL is discord.cinemavention.com. Lots of conversations about the movies we talk about are there as well. But if you can't make it to the watch party, you, don't you worry because we have it available on demand to everyone who supports the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash is one. Don't forget that I am live twice a week playing games with the community over at twitch.tv slash is one. And if you have thoughts about this movie we discussed, send in your thoughts to email at cinemavention.com. Cinemavention.com has all the previous movies we've covered on this show and a link to subscribe as well. Uh, music has been provided by Kevin McLeod over at incompetech.com. We have made it to the end of our Marvel watch through, which means it's time to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in theaters. And we have an exclusive for patrons because next week, Dolan Moles and I will be discussing Guardians Volume 3, but this episode will will eventually be released to the public. But until it comes out to streaming on Disney+, Plus, we're going to be having it as an exclusive window where it's only available to patrons, and patrons will have early access exclusive to this episode. So now is the time to become a patron at patreon.com slash is one if you want to hear us talk about that early. So I can't wait to talk about this movie with Dolan. This is going to be a nice wrap up to the Guardians franchise. I can't wait to discuss it. I hope you will be there. Until then, we'll see you next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)